Hey, hey everybody, it's another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I've got the full team with me. Say hello to Dylan, Nick, Ariat, and Michael. Hey, also known, also known as Ho the Cotby. Hi. Hey y'all. So, <laughs> apparently we are starting off a little bit messy today, which is our normal. Tony Ann and Ho the. <laughs> I will let you Dylan can be Savannah. I'm, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> All right. Dylan can be so, Savannah. Oh, I guess wow. we'll give Ariette Jenna. And then we have Al Roke over there. So. <laughs> okay. If the Today Show comparisons have uh, stopped. Oh, we're done. Going, you can go we're done. Okay, we're good. <laughs> we're going to jump right into our news segment. Um, first things first. Uh, rumors are circulating that Abby is going to be killed off this summer. What do we think? Should I feel discouraged? She should have divorced Chad. We wouldn't be in this mess. Hello? Hello? (laughs) I mean, the thing is, I mean, like, it. uh, I mean, the thing is, the Chris should have Chad. Yeah, because even if they're claiming it's a true death, which some people are claiming. They said the same thing about Will when he died in 2015 and he was back from the dead two years later. Like, there's, this is a soap. It can always bring characters back, even if the the death is quote-unquote final. Like, Jack donated organs. He's around, walking around, like, being fine. So, I mean, he did. So, I'm taking it uh, as that, like... She's leaving. At first, I was shocked, but now I'm like, okay, it's a soap. I mean, yeah, it's do? a soap, but there are better choices. There is. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, for sure. Just because it's days doesn't mean we should negate the fact that this death is very, very, very senseless. There's been yeah. a lot of senseless deaths the past few years, not just the past year, but the past few years. Few years and people yeah. keep excuse. People keep excusing it. Oh, it's days. They can always bring them back. That doesn't negate the fact that deaths, some deaths are just pointless. Yeah, I agree. They are. Yeah. yeah. And, mean, and it's funny that you bring up Will because that's the exact parallel that I'm getting. Will is Will never should have been killed off. I feel like Abby mm-hmm. should not be killed off. There are just yeah, certain I, characters that you don't that yeah you, you don't go there with. And if you are going to go there with, you you had better keep it to have well. a very good good reason story a good reason a good a well-crafted story now the one thing i will say is it, if we get decent material out of it like and i don't want this to be like some shock murder mystery i want this to be something heartfelt and beautiful if we're going down this road like Abby was just bonked on the head before she was shipped off, which we'll discuss when we get to the stories. But she was just knocked out on the head. What if that gave her a brain tumor? Is I, I don't well, know. Well, see, like I, I, okay, I, that, I at like, the same. I'm sorry. At the same me. time, it's like I, I mean I agree with what Tony's saying, but at the same time, it's like when you keep bastardizing death like this, it no matter how compelling your writing is, it never will hit the same. We've had so many people come back by the hands of Dr. Roth that death on this show does not hit me at all. Unless I know that the actor has died, I don't really care. Because I know one, two, three, four years later, you're going to bring them back. And if they're going to kill Abigail, like Tyrese said, 
keep it that way. Because I, I'm over it at this point. Stop killing people and then bringing them back. It bastardizes death. We don't deal with that shit on the other side. Stop doing it here. Like, also, I feel like when they, dis- I feel like sometimes they don't put the weight on okay we're killing a character off that they should because you can look at other soaps and there are deaths that fans are still mad about like yeah. you think Cassie, that we'd be over it the restless but colleen on the young and the restless i'm still mad never yeah, gonna Tracy stop being nobody oh yes i can live with that one i can live with that one Alan. And see, it's like well, that one I don't and nah, it's like when just, you're a newer viewer and you don't that one. especially like characters like Abby, like Georgie, like Colleen, for people who have been watching people who have history with these shows, when you kill characters like that off, you need to be very, very careful and very, very sensitive. And a lot of the time they are not in history has shown in hindsight mm-hmm. it's almost always a mistake yep yeah and, and, and the thing is it's not just the younger characters too they're doing it with the older characters and that's what's really killing me alan tony um hell they killed everybody in gh laura Bill, Bill. laura john <laughs> abbott like I'm assuming the Tony you mean, you mean Luke on General Hospital, Tony Geary, or did you mean Tony on Days, who's now alive? No, I mean Tony no, I think as Tony Jones. Oh, the Tony Jones. Got it. Okay. Sorry. I wasn't thinking. Luke's meant to live beyond his expiration date anyway. <laughs> I don't believe Luke dead anyway, but that's a different yeah. <laughs> But yes, stop killing folks. If you can't find and another thing, Stop sending white folks to Africa. Please. The continent. Please. Just Africa. Just no specific <laughs> location. Just Africa. Because uh, now I don't even want them to do that because you know if they pick a location, it's gonna be the whitest area of Africa, you know. <laughs> but they save and lie. Spell me with that bullshit, bro. I'm tired of all these white folks moving to Africa with these white savior complex and they had no receipts for it. But anyways, I'm sorry, y'all. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, so everything just hitting me today. <laughs> now, I, I do kind of understand why they opted not to recast Abby right now because of the ping-ponging back and forth between Kate and Marcy and back again. I don't think a recast would be successful at this moment. I think they need to get some distance between Kate and Marcy's Abbies before they try to put a new face on Abby. Which I don't disagree I do with that. I don't either. I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, that, but, but I mean, Abby's an investigative reporter. You can send her away on a story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. Like, no, that's yeah, true. It have... took me thirty seconds. But then, again, <laughs> like, then we like... fall. Then we fall into the what's what's happening with Jennifer and Jennifer being gone for a year because of dealing with Laura's estate. Nobody believed she'd be gone that long. For Oh, okay, okay. Because of what they gave her, she was dealing with Laura's estate. It doesn't this, take that long to settle in the state. I'm, I'm making this up on the fly. Abigail gets a tip that Laura may not be dead. Boom, she's gone for a year. It, it, it's not hard, and you can't excuse it. It's not, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to excuse it. I'm just saying, like, if, if Mar- with, the rumor is Marcy wanted out, they reached out to Kate. Kate. Either they couldn't make it work or didn't want to come back. And so 
I think because they've had so many temporary re- like exits for Abby so recently, I don't think they could justify doing it again and making it believable. So they just opted to kill her, which while I don't agree with that decision, I can understand why they made it, if that makes sense. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it because we know I'm probably in three to five years she's going to be back on screen. Is that's the thing? Like, if it were, if we knew that she wasn't coming back, like if this was YNR, and we knew she wasn't coming back, yeah, I guess. But I guarantee you, like six to six to months to a year after Marcy's gone off our screen, we're probably going to hear a casting call. We're probably going to see an announcement about a new actor. They're probably not going to tell us who she's playing. She's gonna show up and she's gonna be Abby. Like, <laughs> unless it's Marcy or Kate again. I, I really don't want that other lady back. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. And also, like, the story is the story gonna be worth it? That's what that's right now where I'm at because we've seen multiple times they kill off characters and the stories aren't worth it. Hmm. I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait they took and see. The wrong, they took the wrong sister, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, like, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it when we get into our stories, but if Gwen is behind whatever happens to Abby, whether it be intentionally, unintentionally, I don't give a fuck. But if Gwen keeps piling on sins the way she has been, without any repercussions, she is the show's Peter. Well, the thing is, let them tell it. None of the shit she does is purposeful. None of it. Everything that happened to her was by complete fluke or misunderstanding. She didn't caught a few bodies since she wouldn't tell. And, and nobody, she never gets to take the blame. Never. It's always an accident or a misunderstanding. And it's gotten so, 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 so old. But we can move on to the next segment because I know we're going to talk about this some more. Yes. We have one other thing to discuss in our news segment before we move on to our stories. Uh, The February sweeps preview, not that we have much of a February sweeps thanks to the Olympics, came out this week. Is there anything that we're particularly looking forward to? Um, Ray interacting with Eli, Lani, and Paulina. I was going to say the Lani stuff. Yeah. It sounds, yeah, it sounds the most soapy to me. That isn't like, uh, it just sounds the most organic of them all. I'm really excited about that one specifically. Um, Also, EJ and Clyde, because I I didn't see that that. at all. That makes me, that makes me happy. I'm glad that they are finally touching on that beat because EJ has been back for like nine months now and he hasn't even wanted to look into the circumstances behind what happened to him and given all of the hell he went through as a result of being shot you would think that would be a priority for him like I uh, okay I get it like logically it's been eight years (laughs) <laughs> no, no, we holding on to that smoke. But like, <laughs> logically, I get it. I do. I just 
hate the idea that I gotta watch Hillbilly Orpheus again. And if EJ <laughs> is that does what you not call? throw him a blanket party <laughs> and just beat the brakes off of him and hang him in the shower, they can keep it. Not Hillbilly is Orpheus. That what you call him? <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Tie, let them think the thing is, I don't want to see because we saw this. Um, I don't during, even want to say what I'm because the last time I think when um, I don't know if it was when CR was presumed dead or uh, no, it was it was while she ben, was in Africa with Theo. Okay, because when Ben went to Clyde to get like advice or something like that, it just I like their scenes together, but it's like he's the last, yeah, person. no. Go to. I don't want to. It definitely hit weird, but Marlena was dealing with her kidnapped granddaughter at the time, so like he yeah, couldn't go to so, the person he wanted to go to. So <laughs> like I. He literally had nobody else. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to see Ben going to him about advice again. Um, but I do like. I, just, I don't want to see him. Period. Unless they're going to kill him off. I don't yeah, he does him, need but, to die. Yeah, he's lasted too long. That's true. Um. He's he the, Clyde Weston is not that girl they think she is. No, and he never was. And because listen, I mean, I, I L- can leave me. Billy Clyde struggle alone. I don't mind Clyde, but that's maybe because I, I, I do. <laughs> I very much mind Clyde. Like I, that's- I don't mind him now, but I couldn't fucking stand him when he first came on the scene because I am sorry, there is no way in high hell you are going to get me to believe that he can outsmart Stefano Demera and bug his fucking house. No way, no how, no, no. Leave Billy Clyde struggle alone. I like James. Absolutely <laughs> the fuck that's, not. That's probably why I enjoy Clyde because I think he's no, a great actor. Quit is the slack job Yokel needs to go. <laughs> I, I. I don't have a patience for but it. But like, go I, EJ, kill his ass. I have to be honest. Aside from like the Ilani story, Paulina, um, maybe the island and Chad and Tony, the rest of it sounds yeah. like the mm-hmm. February sweeps. I'm, I'm excited for the island stuff. That sounds really fun, and I didn't expect it to. Um, well. Can we talk about how they're doing basically the same thing with Trip and Allie like they did with Johnny and Chanel? Because yeah, rushing them through the proposal. a proposal, like, you can do way more than that. I, it's just I, very, I very plotty. Just at this point, I'm beyond And she's going to accept that of guilt. Yeah. So... Kind of I mean, the moment I saw the big news spoiler for Trip, I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna propose this." I was hoping it was a move-in thing. It but that's not, Ron is not a move. move Ron is not a move-in Ron kind, is of, not, <laughs> Ron is not a move-in kind of writer. Like <laughs> that is not in his wheelhouse. He always get, they also, get together the, and then they get engaged. <laughs> like, where the hell are they going to live if they get married? They both don't have their own place. He's living with his parents or his father and stepmother, and she's at Nicole's. They moved, moved right. to Seems old place. <laughs> I'm just uh, where, where can they live? Uh, uh, nowhere. Because, mm. Ben, I mean, they're, they're finally getting Ben and Sierra a new place, thankfully. Yeah. They're, getting, they're getting what looks to be uh, Will and Sonny's apartment from Beyond Salem. And Charlie's. And Charlie's apartment, which makes me happy because there was no way they were going to be able to raise a baby in that 
and in that room above it still the garage. Doesn't make sense well, it was no way somebody should have been living there to begin with, Tony. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Ben is a killer. And Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, right, she has a point. Like you Ooh, get Ben oh, Ben Weston's rental application. Like, like <laughs> I mean, his best friend literally owns the garage and gave him the apartment. So I don't really no, think was there was an issue like, there. Just uh, no. I, I mean, I thought her point was uh, listen. You explain to the rest of the tenants in your building that you let the serial killer move in. <laughs> Gone. No, I, I was going to say, I actually meant like Why Charlie was killed there. Ben is a killer. It's that he moved, they moved there. I don't know. That's uh, not a point. I mean, that's just I mean, that, could, that could be a thing too. Because <laughs> but like, Dylan, you're ha- that is a point I forgot about, but that, that is very true. Like, but how exactly does he address that? Like, does he go around and knock on every door like a sex offender? They're not addressing it. We know this. <laughs> but like, he's meant, oh, he's he's never really had to address it because I mean, the the places he's lived were the Demerigate House, which he got when he got the job, and then he went to the Salem Inn, which they're not going to ask questions because they'll give a room to anybody, and then the room over the garage that Jake owns. So he's never really had to answer that question, um, and n- now he's married to Sierra, so that's going to give him status in the town because she's related to literally every founding family in that town okay so i, guess I don't know how they can afford an apartment because sierra don't go to work exactly thank you because how can they afford an apartment when we never see them work they're always at home. we don't we don't see half the people in this town working That's still and they have money we are not talking about okay. half the people in town we're talking Chad, about that. abigail Lonnie, Lonnie works Bell, Sean Douglas. Oh, you're talking about people who are even Rafe, even Rafe. Yeah, Nicole, Brady, Chloe. Chloe. That's ten people off the top of my head, baby. She just don't go to work, and that's Steve, okay. Kayla. We never see Steve now. We've heard Paulina on the phone with Paulina. Is working. We Davis haven't seen Mayor. Steve is on a Steve is on a case right now. Yeah, baby. <laughs> no, but baby, but. Like, Tony, your argument is very rapidly losing water. <laughs> okay, whatever. Very rapidly. It never had water, baby. Just like, give her, just say I, she has a trust fund and move I on. I said <laughs> months ago, <laughs> it's just a plot point job. She's not going to go to Last work. Time, every excuse Tony gave, she like, still didn't go to work. Most everybody who works at Titan is a plot point job because we've never, yeah, but we we've never seen them work. We saw Sonic, uh, uh, we saw Xander and Philip in their offices. Yeah, we never when they were in the middle of that's the how we story. met. That's how we met Charlie too. When they were in the middle, when they were in the middle of telling a story about Philip laundering money through Titan, but once that story wrapped up, like Philip was still at work because he was still going to work. We saw him get fired. Yeah. Like we still, we, we <laughs> still saw him dealing with Gabby and Gabby. She give it exactly. up, delicious. Let's move on. Give All right, let's just move on. It's not a big deal to me, but you guys, it's a big deal to you. But oh but well, it's, it's not that it's a big it's deal. Not a it's big that you're breaking your back simple, with this reach yeah. that we've proven is not that she don't go to work, and that's cool. But don't try to paint it as something else. Oh, she's always busy. At the end of the day, she just don't go to damn work. <laughs> she didn't go to work at the Brady Pub. She don't go I mean, to work. She's, well, no, that, she's in that, that Ava. It, it's it's like with Ava when I'm like, okay, where is she getting her money from? She ain't got no job, and she gave up all her mob funds. So, 
it's just one of those things where if you notice it, you notice it. And it's not like a big deal, but don't play in my face. Like it's not. And tell me exactly. That's what pisses me off. Yeah. It's it's not something that it's not something that ever bothers me because it's always something that I've I've seen on on soaps because like I, like I've always been like they just have money and have jobs that we don't always see them it's just you know it's not something that's ever bothered me. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, it but doesn't you gotta realize sense something. Since here Dave because they're the only. Sorry, go ahead, Dave is the only. Days is the only small town soap. Every other soap yeah. are in is in big cities with rich people very rich people we don't have to see them work but here's my thing we done seen Sierra beg and plead for this fucking job at Tyner twice now and she got it and she don't go she begged for her job at the Brady pub she doesn't go so yeah I might make the joke that she doesn't go to work but don't try to argue us down and tell us that oh well this she doesn't go to work and we can move on now okay on to our story discussions first thing on the list well we're just going to keep on debating back and forth. This one's going to be fun. Craig and Nancy are back together, but Craig is still hiding something at breakfast while Nancy is trying to convince Brady to go for it with Chloe. Chloe is outside confronting her father over his affair with a man. God damn, Tony, you started with this one? <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. one thing. <laughs> I'm say one thing because I know you're going to have a lot to say. I just hate the, the fact that it feels lives, like we're, we're. I just hate the fact that it feels like we're starting in the middle of the story. Like you could have told us a six months or three months arc of, um, what's of Nancy thinking something was wrong, but now we're just in the middle. And I don't. I don't really care. But yeah, go ahead. I was open to this story. And even watching the scenes this week, I was open to the story because it it kind of played to me like Craig isn't really sure how he feels, but he's just assuming he's gay because he is in love with this man. But then the Soap Upper Digest article came out where they literally say in the article that Craig and Nancy were just friends all of these years and that nothing that we ever saw with them was real. And that is where I call bullshit. And that is where the story has gone left. Child, fat folks just can get love based on these soaps. We, we just uh, over the top and fat. That's all we are, huh? I it guess. just doesn't sit right with me at all. And I was hoping they wouldn't go down this road and like... Dis- discount the history that we saw with Craig and Nancy, but they're just. You had one job, days. One job. One. One. But, and it wasn't even a hard job. You could have made it. Like, a bisexual. character can't be bisexual. Like, I don't. Like, <laughs> Chanel's right there. You're literally doing it successfully. I don't understand. But you know, they why don't Craig believe in bisexual. But because they don't believe in bisexual men. Ooh, say it, say it louder. They, they don't, but That's either it. men are gay or they're straight. They don't. There's no in between no with men. They, there's no leeway with men. So the biphobia jumped out, Ron. Congratulations. Like, I'm hoping that next week we can kind of walk this back and it doesn't play as harsh as that soap opera digest article made it sound. But I am not well, even in, still, in a good even place. Even still this week. Even still this week, before the Soap Opera Digest article, it was just leaving a bad taste in everyone's mouth. They even had Chloe come out and say, 
well, it always did seem like mom was more into you than you were. But I know, so basically, Nancy was fat and desperate and basically was complacent and being a beard is what you tell me. Can't put it any nicer way. That's exactly the message they gave you. Yeah, like I, I literally said, like the one thing that they absolutely needed to understand was that LGBTQ representation was not the only representation on the table in this story. And it was very, very important for them to understand that that representation was also part of the story and also needed equal care and consideration. And that a large amount of the pushback, yeah, like there were obviously, I know we've all seen it. Yes, there were people being homophobic. Yes, there were people being biphobic, whatever. But a large amount of the pushback was also people being extremely concerned about Nancy being reduced to a beard or set up to seem like she was not and never had been a desirable romantic partner. And the one thing that they could not do was lean into that because Craig and Nancy were one of the few couples where the curvy girl not only got the hot guy, but the hot guy was completely and totally passionately devoted to his wife. Craig never took his eyes off his wife. We saw that. Like, we watched that. It happened. I, I Like, Ron may not have watched it, but viewers, we saw that. We, Ryan Quan we certainly knows the history of this show well enough that he should have known better than this and, and sent Ron in a different direction. And it's like... Where is the story Bible? <laughs> and Where it's like... It? The thing is, like, I don't think that they understood. I don't, I I feel like they missed that part of the assignment. Nancy is also a representational character and we care about her and any sort of fat phobic messaging, whether it's intentional or not, is not going to land well with the audience. And so far, that's what it feels like. And even people like me who were open to this story, the door is rapidly closing because of the way it's being presented right now. It's, it's, it's not given what they think that it's giving. It's, it's just hitting all wrong. Like, give, like sending the message that the curvy girl can only get the guy if she's his unaware and unwitting beard, that's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. And it doesn't even, it's not even about whether or not this happens in real life or what, like, I mean, you know, that's, that's not the point. The point is the way that you're presenting this. You can't uplift one community while punching down on another. That's not, another, that's not exactly. how this works. And, and you know, the thing that's really, really getting me at this point, even if we voice our opinions to the head writer, he doesn't give a fuck. He has shown us time and time again, he don't give a fuck. He, he doesn't give it. a fuck. He so, said it. He, he doesn't listen to the audience because if he does, the way he justifies it is he'll make certain people happy, but then he'll piss off other people. So he's never going to make everybody happy anyway. So he's just going to follow his if gut. If everybody is pissed off about, I have not seen any good opinions on this story. None. 
Y'all give Ron a lot of fucking leeway, and I'm so fucking sick of that shit, bro. I really am. It really bothers I, the fuck out of me. Because had I this think- been Josh Griffith, oh, Ooh. all hell would have broke loose. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Am I lying? Am I, I mean, lying? I mean, no, no <laughs> Nick has a fuck Josh Griffith.org. <laughs> <laughs> If this is Brad Bell, if this is Brad Bell, he I don't mean, give a fuck either, but the, the principal is, if this is Brad Bell, we would be dragging him all the live long day. Why does Ron keep getting excused? Are we that is, scared of getting Dina Higley back? Yes. Because me me personally, I don't give a fuck. The thing is, though, I don't I, I know. Don't. That's, I'm not that scared of Ron leaving. I'm scared want, of Dina. <laughs> fans don't want to piss Ron off because Ron is petty. And look at Stella. That too. I, I mean, I, I get that. I, I like get that, a lot at the of, end of the day. At like, the end of the day, if he keeps doing this, why does he still have a job? Because I, it'll be different. If this just popped up on days, no, you've been doing this as one like to live. So at the end of the day, being complacent with someone's bullshit equally adds you into the bullshit, bro. Sorry. Being complacent with the bullshit is how we got Tom the four soaps in I, the first place. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it. And... It is what it is. Some but may me, say that's mean. Some may say that's cruel. I may say suck my dick because that's just the end of the story. For me, I will. I would rather take Ron's bullshit than Dina's bullshit any other day of the week. And if I had okay, so you're complacent and bullshit. Cool. I, and I'm owning it because I because Ron's show is more watchable to me than Dina's. And if I had, is it though? Like for me, question. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Question. Like, I understand Dina's the boogeyman, but she's not the only option. Yeah. But she but there are people but there. Ken does oh, that to her God. time and time again. I mean, and also, like, uh, okay, I'm but, gonna... But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even Dina says she ain't coming back. Yeah. She said that before so, and again, still came back. You have. Okay, but okay, she wasn't okay. fired twice. <laughs> and let me throw a bomb. Let, let me choose violence. Um, Let me choose violence. Are we actually saying that we value quote unquote watchable story more than we value someone who's routinely, consistently insensitive on certain topics and does a disservice to certain communities. Is that what we're saying? It shows no remorse. Because that sounds... Because... I mean, is that what we're, we're, we're saying that, you know what? That, that excuse is, don't blame people for their privilege. Blame the system. That, that's what that's getting me. You know, like, uh, uh, no, we can excuse Mr. Rape adjacent because, you know, we may have to we watch the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I, and I mean, I'm like, I, I know I'm choosing violence, but really that's what it is. That's what you're saying. I, I don't agree with Ron's behavior and I'd be completely fine with Ron leaving if I actually had any hope that we would get a decent replacement. I don't. So for me, it's the devil I know with all of his problems included rather than the, I'm afraid his so replacement with will the devil be worse. Regardless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I would, I would prefer at this point because I feel like it's been repetitive, one repetitive story after another. He's called Ron for a reason and he, a lot of his storytelling becomes problematic and at this point I would prefer a new writer I have 
but I don't know we, we, we would get but go ahead, I mean, if, if they would promote Ryan Kwan to head writer I'd be totally fine with it I would love that Ryan Kwan, I, I, Jamie Giddens, if they could snatch like, Sarah Babel from YNR I think you could have a ball game like but that got- would be that would be a hundred percent. I'd be totally on board with that. I'm just terrified that Ken is going to Ken and bring back Dina or Josh. I, I mean, I different strokes. That's horrible right but, now. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'd rather I, me personally, myself, I y'all catch all those qualifiers because I know sometimes. Sometimes we don't catch them. But personally, I can forgive quote unquote bad story easier than I can forgive consistently offensive story. Thank you. Now your personal barometer may be different, but that's just where I fall. And yeah, I'm gonna say it because who's gonna beat my ass? If that is your personal thing, you looking real funny in the light. Sorry, but it's true. Um, I mean, it's like you point. can only punch me in my face. So I'm not MLK. I'm not turn. I'm not gonna turn the other cheek. Like you can only hit me in the face so many times. So thing is, I've wanted Ron either replaced or given a co-head for years now. I think almost two but, years. But, but let's but, face facts. Let's face facts. The writer would never accept a co-head yeah. writer. He will sooner up and leave before they give him a co-head writer. So get rid of his ass. We I, get, I, I get being nervous <laughs> and scared about what could happen. But at some point, it's time to either shit yeah. or get off the pot. I mean... Thank you. Soaps rotate writers all the time. Like, I don't know why people act so brand new about it. Like, at except, some point, yeah, but except Dina's coming. That's no, 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 no. That's not what that wasn't okay. what I was going to say. They actually don't because the GH writers have been there about forty. Uh, but about they used to though, like it's not a brand new to, concept. They, like they, it, they don't anymore. do it I mean, now. They don't do it anymore as much as often as they used to. And right now we're cycling between the same. The same yeah, mm-hmm. the, right now we're cycling between the same three or four head writers like, across I, two different shows. I feel like this soaps the reason why they're in such a quote-unquote bad place is because they're recycling same writers get some fresh blood like get in some young writers because definitely get some young writers yeah because we have like what how old are the writers like okay i'm not gonna be like an ages or anything but we need some fresh blood like in- i am they too old <laughs> <laughs> The youngest set of the youngest set of head writers we have right now, I think, are the guys at GH. Dan and Chris, right? And I think even that, they're in their 30s and 40s. They're in their mid-30s, I think. And that's, well, this is my opinion. That's why GH comes, now they have some shitty things going on. (laughs) Many. They they need more women. They need more women in these rooms. They need more women of color in these rooms. But but I, I, that is why because they are so young, GH is very refreshing to me. That is why. But it, now, granted, I've been cussing out Esme, Josh, and Cam all weekend, but still, they they give me good story. 
Yeah. I just think we, I think days needs a come to Jesus mean, and we need the cleanup shot. Because I'm tired. It, it seems like every other month we on here mad because we're offended about something and the writer does not give a fuck. Yeah, I feel like if they're not going to get a new writer, at least like what Nick said, get a co-head. Give thing is give him a code, and if he don't want it, then he can go. Exactly, but I like, think the show give him a chance to stay and fix what he can fix what he can. But if he don't want to cooperate, bye. The door is there. Like it is not going to happen. For, he's shown his ass too many times for me not to know yeah. that he's very vain and self centered, and he thinks the world of himself. He's never had a co writer in any of his jobs. That he had a co writer for a few months maybe weeks <laughs> on one life to live in 2007 i looked it up. <laughs> i don't even remember who it was wasn't it but, dina right before she left let me see. didn't they co-write together for a few months and then he took over solo when she left let me see it was yes yes but i, I remember that yes yeah it was, it dina was like Higley. a few months like from may to two, from may to september 2007 that was right three to four months so it don't it hasn't happened since then but he needs one desperately yeah I, at this point like they need some shakeups behind the scenes because and since since we're choosing violence today it's 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 my turn is a woman going to fix it because a lot of the problematic dialogue and issues that we've had in recent months have come from a woman's pen and- true but our we're asking I don't think, about I think women. that's where yeah exactly <laughs> I think that's where the argument for bringing in new people with new perspectives comes in because with the color. old guard is with the color. old guard and they're going to repeat what it is the same they things they've known <laughs> for decades and here I go, and here I go the again. <laughs> like repeating what it is you know is a huge part of the reason why there are only four soaps left four on soaps. the air and why the average mm-hmm. age of a soap viewer is closer to retirement than college. Well, well here's the thing, and I'm going to choose violence. I might get canceled after this episode. Oh, God. But <laughs> if 2016 hasn't taught us anything, white women have the same values as white men, so there's your issue there. I mean... Take, take that how you will, but it's true. It's there to prove it. So, I mean. <laughs> majority of white women think the same way white men do. So, <laughs> so I, I, other than other than fresh blood, I don't know what the answer is because everybody said like soaps need a women head writer, and I I used to champion that just as loud as everybody else. And then like then some of the problematic things that have come out of people's mouth like the, the fat jokes from lucas like a woman a woman wrote that script and it just makes me wonder like what is the solution i mean like the honestly the solution is new, literally you said it new blood it's the solution a, is adapt or die because that's honestly that's, that's where you are <laughs> and considering there are four soaps left y'all are y'all are choosing to die rather than adapt and I feel some kind of way when people are like, support the soap, support the soap, support the soaps. Listen, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm 
a mom. I caretake for my parents. I have a job. I I have things to do. All right. So when it comes to my free time, it is very valuable to me and it is very limited. And if I am sitting and going to, if I am going to invest in a show, then there needs to be a return on that investment. I need to be entertained. I need to be like, feel like I'm at least considered as the audience to where you're not just giving me anything. Like your job is to entice and retain me as a viewer. That's your job. And if you're not doing that, it's 952 streaming channels and thousands of other options for me. So much shit on TV. So, like, get on your job because I'm I'm not. (laughs) Get on your job. Like, it's not my job to sit here and watch out of like obligation to sit here and and end up frustrated and upset and offended and annoyed. Like, why not coming up with a list of the. I completely agree with you, Dylan, because... I mean, I'm sitting here making a list of all the things that Ron has done to offend different groups of people. Okay, we have the bigger set of people. We have the Black people, the autistic people. Um, Who else? We have shit, 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 the mentally ill people. That's four off the top of my head. Asian viewers. Oh, Asian Ooh, viewers. My Im- immigrants in general have, at this point. My people um, have not been happy. <laughs> like, Italians. Middle Easterners with Dr. Shaw. <laughs> Got him going yeah. crazy. Yep. So like it's it's a lot. And the thing is, like, I'm, you know, I'm I I will support. I'm not a person who hate watches. Like when I get to the point where Same. I'm not, I'm legitimately like not looking forward to watching. I'm more annoyed than I am entertained. I'm legitimately like hating what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I dip out. I don't do hate watching. That's someone yeah. else's ministry. Yeah, I've, I've done that with three soaps. <laughs> GH, YNR, b I haven't gotten it with days I'm yet. I'm doing it now. I'm <laughs> doing it now. There's a reason why I watch days on Fast Forward. And like, I don't want to get to... There's a reason. But I don't want to get to the point of hate watching. But when you only give me like one story, maybe two that I enjoy, like and eventually I'm gonna, story, I'm gonna bounce from the show. Too. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know what? I don't get anything from you. Why should I be supporting the show? Just like Dylan said. So you captured exactly what I've been feeling. Like, why should we be supportive of a show that Doesn't continues to piece, yeah, pisses off? Like, what is the point? So they like, need- there's a reason why I have to literally beat the buzzer to finish this week before we start recording because I literally dread watching the show half the fucking time. Yeah, I feel like I have to force you to watch and you only do it to shut me up. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, yes. And, and that's fair. Yeah. Should we move up? Because we've been stuck yeah. in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say what, what, Okay, what, and what, and one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. <laughs> you know it's something. When the openly gay community is dragging the story, and we can move on. Yeah. 
Okay, so on to our next thing. Uh, TR Coates, AKA Ray has hit town. And just so everybody is aware, I am calling this man Ray from now on. I am not caling him TR. <laughs> so just a heads up, he is Ray from henceforth. I'm because that's his name. <laughs> I will say I did appreciate Paulina dropping the government name, Terrell Raymond. Terrell Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> he is Johnny's movie producer and he is demanding the movie be made. Johnny is hesitant but agrees. Marlena comes to see him after finding out about the divorce. She isn't happy but but gives her okay apparently which that part we didn't see we found out about that later like we didn't get to see the continuation of that marlena johnny scene and i was not amused yeah they cut the scene before that as well so we it was really weird i will have to say though i really i think i'm gonna love to hate right but yes william is amazing in the role he's Um, doing so well like I'm so uncomfortable watching him in a good way. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm on board for the mess, and I, I really like his scenes with Johnny. I thought he, like, it was just fun to watch that. Um. So yeah, I'm on board for all of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying him so far. Um, I really, I was worried. Um, because the pictures didn't make me excited but I did once he got started interacting with Johnny and you could see him like turn off his menacing and turn it on yeah and, like a switch flips or like be the be slimy like oh just let them tell him it's my fault just you know <laughs> just, it's, it's all on me as a little old lady with a cane <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like what? okay I can he he doesn't care about ruffling feathers and that's what I'm enjoying so far. And it, it kind of works for the for the devil too, because if the devil wanted to continue this movie, which I'm sure he did, um, there was this no way to. Bo- this is a perfect excuse because there was no way that he would be able to convince the town that Johnny would do this willingly, not after everything that had just happened. But now they have a fall guy. Well, yep. I enjoyed seeing Beth again. Did not <laughs> enjoy the. That's his name. And did not enjoy the movie aspect of it at all. Well, you haven't been feeling this movie since it started. Uh, I'm, honestly, the position, I'm not going to lie to y'all, is wearing kind of thin on me. <laughs> they need to go ahead and send the devil back to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I go back and forth between, like, enjoying Jewel Devil to, like, where you are at, Michael. Like, just wrap it up and move on because yes i already started disliking the story maybe not disliking but like being tired of it around november when marlena was possessed and i know this might drag on for a while but at this point i'm just like yeah do something else please because i don't know it's on and off it depends on the week at this point I just want to see Johnny raise hell and like raise hell in a way that changes the canvas in a very significant way. And I, I think he can, and he's kind of everywhere. And, and cause he's got a hand in just about every single story right now. Yeah. Except the Island stuff. Yeah. So, we'll get to that later. Dan yeah. No, Fry, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking ahead. for, he's very intriguing to me. 
Yeah, it's weird seeing him as a bad guy. And, because and you know I, something? It works, though. And you know something? I said Jack A was giving me Porky Pig last week. But as soon as Derek Fry walked into that square, she started acting. Keep that up. Yeah, and I, I, I we'll, we'll go more in depth on their scenes um, in a little bit, but I really enjoyed their dynamic. I do want to pivot a little bit because I forgot to put this on the outline, but since we mentioned Marlena, um, Marlena went to see Paulina. It must and- have been the St. Patrick's Day parade that day. <laughs> oh God, that green outfit she was wearing. Jesus Christ, she had Hattie's shirt on and then that green jacket. I do I like that like, Paulina was hesitant about like, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Because so far we've had people. So far I have not liked the people she's gone to apologize to because I feel like she has way more people to talk to and like try to reach out to or whatever. But I think it depends on what she remembers. I guess. But this was a huge thing. So I don't think this was something she would forget and obviously she didn't and i'm glad paulina was like mm, mm, i don't know like she was because paulina bit. also doesn't know marlena like that like yeah. so far she's apologized I mean, to john to john to steve and kayla i mean not they, really i mean she doesn't have the history with marlena that john steve and kayla do but they've known each other since like mm, but even that she knew of marlena when tamra and marlena were in college but then after that they didn't see each other for 30 40 years that's true. And we're getting friendly bef- before everything went to hell, literally. But she still didn't know her well enough to really be able to judge. That's why she was guarded, which makes which made complete sense. I kind of wanted Marlena to go to Lonnie as well. She still could. I guess. But I want it. I want to see it. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't to me, like, it would make more sense cool for that. her to apologize to chanel yeah that too yeah yeah apologize to chanel i need her to have a conversation with sean and bell um it's that is such a weirdly just like she's abandoned thread like that okay we're we're gonna get to that later because i have a few things as well okay so We'll touch, we'll touch on that later, but I realized I kind of forgot but, to put the Marlena Paulina stuff on the outline. So yeah, I because to... I feel like the shell thing is going to open up a huge discussion that we yeah. need to discuss. But like, um, I'm trying to remember their whole conversation. I just, I like that she, like, <laughs> when she opened the door, she was like, speak of the devil. Like, oh my God. Yeah, all, and like all, all the different names she had for the devil, like she called them Beelzebub. <laughs> there, was, there was something else she said about it, the devil horns too and i was on the floor like it was so refreshing to see someone being like cautious about it and not instantly being like oh yeah marlena it's okay i understand you were possessed like she she was deeply hurt yeah paulina lied and all of that but it wouldn't really have come out if it weren't for the devil so not at that point at least so yeah yeah, she turned her lives upside down. So I get it. Like that's why I really enjoyed it because everyone else has been, except maybe for Sierra, because she was kind of cautious yeah. too, but not as much as yeah. I wanted. So I like these scenes because it was which again with Sierra makes sense too because she grew up with Marlena her entire life. So yeah. she's trying to kind of 
reconcile the woman that she's known her entire life to what happened and also trying to protect her baby and make sure her baby doesn't get hurt yeah so it kind of it's all kind of a weird emotional mess which i love but they need to lean more into the messiness with the other aspects of this because she hasn't spoken to Allie and she mm-hmm. hasn't spoken to Sean and Belle and those are the two, those are her two biggest sins for me that she committed while she was possessed and both of those anyone, things need to be addressed I don't think anyone knows that Marlena was responsible for not living dead yeah uh, yes they do because Nicole mentioned it when um she and Brady oh, yeah, were discussing her and Rafe last that. week. Um, because she, she, she said that she said that she because she told Brady that she saw Deimos and and she related it back to the possession. So I mean, they all kind of I think once they realized the possession happened, those who saw dead people that night must have been like, oh well, that makes sense. Okay, but I don't think all of Marlena's memories have a time. No, I don't think so she's, either. Which is why she, we're getting going, this as slowly as we are. Not only that. The people who dealt with the living dead are only telling certain people. It's not going around town that that happened. Yeah. So, so the, I, the, I don't think I don't think we're going to get an alley my lane of saying. We probably aren't, but I can still wish for one. Uh, Dylan, you've been kind of quiet this segment. What do you have to say? Like, I, I agree with y'all. I do think, like, it made sense for the caution to come from Paulina because she's the person with the least amount of emotional connection to Marlena. Like maybe yeah. outside of trip, she's the only person that was like directly affected that doesn't have, you know, this long-standing history with her to lean on. So that made sense. And like, and it also made sense that Paul that, you know, Marlena would be feeling terrible just for no other reason than like her relationship with Abe. Like she, you know, they've waited, like it like John and Roman and Marlena and like the people who have been in his life have waited a really, really long time to see him find someone again and probably didn't think that he would like to, to keep it 100. They probably didn't think that he would find that type of love again. And so to see him have that and then to play a part in taking that away from him, you know, it, she's probably devastated. So like I I enjoyed those scenes and I, I enjoy like just watching them interact and I hope that they get to do that more often. Same. Me too. And I think we can move on to our next thing, which is uh Joe Devil convinces the judge to give EJ the maximum sentence of 10 years. He does, and EJ is off to prison after Bell convinces him not to run. Now, the E.J. Bell scenes got very strange for me at one point. I can't remember if it was before he went to get sentenced or after he came back. But there was a moment between them. And I, I think it was bef- before because I think she was fixing his tie. And he had this before. look on his Okay. And he had this look on his face as she was fixing his tie. Like he was catching feelings. Okay. Now, see, this is where I had to walk something back. Because whereas Sierra doesn't go to work, Belle goes to work too damn much. That's all we see Belle do. That's all she do. All she do. Her husband was raped via Satan's magic pants suit. And nothing. Gone. Poof. It never happened. So I'm going to tell y'all exactly how this is going to go. Jan's going to pop up pregnant as hell. And it's going to make Belle's loose knees flare up. And she's going to fall on the bed with each other. Probably. No. I mean, 
<laughs> loose knees flare up. <laughs> and, and, and my thing is though, like Sean isn't even reacting to this too. Like I can understand Belle diving into work if say she's having a hard time facing Sean after what happened, but Sean and Belle are clearly fine because they were all cute and flirty and adorable in front of Trask. Yeah, they're they're not going to pick that up until they're ready for Jan to re-enter the chat. And that annoys me. Yeah. Uh, like we've just Jan- stopped with that. It, like no, no fallout, no follow-up, no nothing until we're ready for Jan to re-enter. And that's a missed opportunity because we're there are things that Bell and Sean should be playing just from an emotional standpoint. Yeah. And like they could both be diving into work right now because they don't want to face what happened, but we're not getting an inkling of that anywhere. Because they're not writing it. They're not they're not interested in writing for Sean and Bell until it's for plot point. That's when they'll write for them. And it'll last for three weeks. And if, if this had something to do with Heather Lindell's availability, because I knew that I know that she has a real estate career and that she's not acting full time, well, then you can at least still be playing the emotional beats of this while we wait to see Jan again. Hell, do we even know if Jan is still in jail or did when the devil jumped from Marlena to Johnny, did that break the magic spell and is Jan back in a coma? No, she's in jail. I remember them saying that. Right, but she that was, was before, she was in a police station. Yeah, that was before the exorcism. Then, we haven't heard anything since. That's the thing. The, they the haven't last thing I, the last thing I remember hearing was that she was carted off to prison. Right, that was um, before. That was. But we didn't see her be carted off. But I think it sticks. Like her being awake, um, it, she's not back in a coma now. I don't think Marlena being back to normal has changed. Jan going from jail to back to being back in a coma. I think she is in jail and she's awake. Cause yeah, I think there is a story there that's coming and I'm not thrilled about it, but it wouldn't be a story if Jan was in a coma. But that that's also a possibility too, because like we've said this entire segment they're not writing the beats for Shell, so it's very possible they may not give them the story of a Jan pregnancy anyway because they seem allergic to wanting to write for them. I mean, we have Heather on the recurring cast, so I think it's happening. Oh, I didn't see her picture there. She was part of the cast chart? Yeah, I think she was part of the recurring line at the end there, but she is there. She's pictured, so okay. I think it's coming. It's just coming later, and the show does it all the time but i hate when they do something and then wait like a few months and pick it up again like even I mean, if i hate I this have a, i don't have a problem with them cycling stories in and out i just have a problem when it's certain kinds of stories sean got raped like it wasn't yeah like, he didn't stuff his toe <laughs> like he, exactly like it, just and the this- same thing with brady brady was drugged and injected with alcohol he could have died exactly like it's they do certain things that are way too heavy for them to just ignore until they're ready to pick it up again it's weird yeah that's what i actually meant um so i don't know what's gonna anyway yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes it's gonna be interesting to see how long ej is in jail for 
Well, he um, got 10 years, and he, he sounds like, new EJ sounds like old EJ whenever he screams, so it's funny to me. That scream was hilarious. It is now, like, everybody's favorite reaction video, which is kind of my favorite thing. <laughs> he just started screaming. <laughs> which I would, too. <laughs> there are all, crazy, they're definitely building something with EJ and Bell. Stop it. I need them to stop it no, now. They do have chemistry, but stop oh, it. <laughs> they have chemistry. I'm shocked. But um, they're definitely doing something. And it, her loose knees going to flare up. I, I didn't. I saw the chemistry, but they never really leaned into it for me until this week. Like, it doesn't really make sense that they're not addressing something like between EJ and Bell. Like, there's a lot of history, and they're not addressing it, but I don't know. I saw chemistry, but yeah. I mean, the chemistry has been there from their first scenes, unintentional, though it may have been. But now they're leaning into it, and they're doing something. It's just not the chemistry doing the work. I mean, I mean, he did listen to Bell because his original plan was to run and Bell talked him out of it. And there are not many people that can convince that can convince EJ to do anything. I literally think the people that can convince EJ to do anything are Sammy, Nicole, and now Bell. That says something. And maybe Susan. No, not Susan. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, because I mean, Susan she's the one. She didn't talk him around to, to get, you know, admitting to, that he didn't want a divorce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Susan probably has a lot more influence over EJ than probably. He cares, I, I, he cares yeah, to but, admit. Yeah. <laughs> I think, honestly, she's the one person that he has shown actual genuine remorse at disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something that Dan has chosen to bring to the role, like the the genuine remorse with Susan, that I really really enjoy because J- James didn't do that. Like they know, I mean, they very rarely played the EJ Susan connection when James was there, but the couple of times that they did, it didn't actually feel like he cared about his mother. No, it really didn't. It felt like she was a, like an inconvenience or a burden. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't. He literally said it. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not lying. Said it. I didn't know that. <laughs> I do I do wonder. I, I mean, I know he was sentenced for 10 to 10 years, but he's gonna be released from jail once the devil stuff gets revealed and the truth about what Lucas did comes out. So he's clearly not gonna serve his full 10-year sentence. I just wonder how long he is gonna be in jail for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just need him to kill Hillbilly Orpheus while he's there. And frame Ben for it. Leave Billy Cry's struggle alone. No, he you know, he, he, he has to die. <laughs> There's and no it, other it's, option. <laughs> and his struggle with a dollar sign because you know he was selling meth. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was mess all the way around. Why, why are y'all laughing? For, t- for me telling the truth? <laughs> yeah. For telling the truth? Nick, I think you just got your first podcast title. Um, oh, Method Mess. <laughs> yeah. I um, I said it. <laughs> it's getting very justified. I think. Look, it is between <laughs> Billy Kai's struggle with the dollar. Rylan, is that you? <laughs> Hill Billy we... Orpheus. <laughs> Should and we do a poll? Oh, it it just might be poll worthy. But um, <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't nothing funny about that. 
Clyde was selling meth. We know. Yeah. <laughs> look, That's why we didn't believe he could get one of our stuff on EJ. <laughs> look, as someone who went to college in the boomers, <laughs> look, drive 20 minutes over the peak, my air by the teeth rotted out. Look, folks love meth, so I'm pretty sure Clyde was really rich. She was in the boonies too. Everybody be a meth in the boonies, but we can move on. Yes, let Me- us move on. We're going with meth and mess because we talked about meth a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, since since we're talking about mess, let's move on to another uh, mess that uh, the devil is creating. Gabby calls Jake after her running with Johnny, and Joe Devil shows up and works some more. Jake shows up and is not pleased. Gabby tells Jake about the kiss and he is pissed, but Gabby says she has everything under control. But does she? They need to stop baiting with Johnny too. (laughs) Listen, they need to be they need to be fucking all over Salem on every flat surface they could find. They need to stop baiting because I I'm crack shipping them. It's weird over here. Like, I don't want them to I have my clothes on. I have my calendars on. My notes. No. Well, like, we're ship- wait, we're shipping Bell and EJ, Gabby and Jack. <laughs> I don't know if I'm shipping Bell and EJ. I see chemistry. But, like, here, I'm definitely shipping Gabby and no. Johnny. And knowing, uh, thanks to the February what? Sweeps preview, that, that the devil is going to um, I don't know if it was in the sweeps preview or if it was in the preview for the last week before the Olympic break, but the devil is going to plant seeds of doubt about Jake with Gabby. And so if she's believing that Jake isn't faithful to her or whatever, and or what's, you know, she could end up turning to Johnny. So we could be getting lots the only of lots seed of I mess. want the devil to plant is one. The only seed I want the devil to plant is one and Gabby. Hey, That's hey, what I hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want them to get... You know it's bad when I'm stopping you. <laughs> like, I, want them, I, I want them to, like, keep up the flirtation and, like, actually build on that. But I don't want them to hook up until he's not possessed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They can I, 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 play I, I, on I, it until it. The, until it's over. And then go there because when Johnny God, starts having the, chemistry, when Johnny starts do. having the memories of what happened while he's possessed and he starts remembering the kiss, like he needs to have feelings, like he needs to have he needs feelings. to lose his damn mind <laughs> and, and, and be attracted to Gabby. And we already know that Gabby is still thinking about the kiss, so she is clearly not in as much control of the situation uh-huh. as she. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's it's not fuck Chanel. It's we want mess, and this is mess. I mean, I've I've always well, him and Chanel are still married. So if they're still married by the time the possession's over, it's still gonna be messy. She'll be there, and she'll be scissoring. I love Chanel, but I'm Team Charlie. So like, Levine and Charlie, Michael. Michael, no. <laughs> This is Carson's strongest chemistry so far. Yeah. And I think this is the best Camilla has had in a while. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like since since Brandon was Stefan. Yeah. So I'm enjoying them for what it is. Me I before that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really refreshing as far as like Gabby goes, because I have really been enjoying her for at least. I mean, uh, two years, 
Like I'm, they she's ruined her with the time moment. jump. Yeah, the time jump ruined her. So uh, I wish they would do something with them, but I guess we're stuck with Gabriella. But I'm enjoying what is their ship name? I mean, it's like okay. I don't think they if, have one yet. If they, they plant, don't. If they they play this right, like there could be a lot of like mess and drama and fallout because Johnny Especially is eventually when- gonna find out what happened with Allie and Chanel, and yeah. Jake could possibly be in his feelings that Gabby doubted him, so that would leave like Johnny and Gabby. Wonderful. You know, if they have like a newfound closeness or whatever, now they're close, and now they've both. You know, they're. They're they're both dealing with like broken hearts or what like there's a there's a way there's a way yeah. that they could jump this off post possession so you don't have to deal with anything like icky or problematic. Yeah, but and also too, let's not forget that, that Will is coming <laughs> oh, yeah. to town. So yeah, that's that, the other thing. Like there's so much thing. like Will. There's Sam. There's the Sammy of it all. If like, they decide to cast Ariana, there's EJ. My mommy is screwing my uncle. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, and like Will's gonna have some type of an issue with his brother sleeping with his baby mama. He didn't even want to sleep with her. You know what? I, it's <laughs> that ain't the weird. point. <laughs> it would be weird. And and the thing is, my little brother at that meaning. Yeah, you, you were sixteen when you met him, man. <laughs> Y'all give that Will and Gabby thing a lot of credit that it didn't really need. What do you mean? They fucked. She got pregnant. That's it. They also dated in high school. They did. They were. They and he were was dating about Busty the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So where is he going? Where is he going? It, she it's, was it's, still, boy, it's still very, was very about booty. weird. Even if he don't want to be like Gabby, it's it's still I'm like, weird. I don't know. <laughs> he was looking for the Busty. He was not caring about Gabby. <laughs> And that's okay, but stop making it more than what it is. And I'm not if anyone's making it more than what it is. It's just weird, homie. It's weird. It's literally weird. You're bringing your baby. Come on now. You cannot bring your baby. You cannot bring your brother's baby mama to Sunday dinner. And Big Mama be like, oh, pass the potatoes, baby. No. (laughs) It has to no soul food. No. Uh, Big Mama was was evil, so. (laughs) What was the quote? It's it's weird. You go, no, the whole family reunion side eyeing you and whispering. Child, you know that? It's weird. There's no way way um, in hell Sammy won't have an issue with this. I refuse to believe she won't. Yeah. What does Sammy not have an issue with? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is making me think about what Olivia once said. Like, remember what she said last year? This is kind of all that. But honestly, um, that this is why they should do it. This is best. It's it's weird, but it's also it's soapy and it's dramatic. And because it's weird, that's a big part of why it's soapy and dramatic. It's a lot of places that you can take it. Like, I would rather see Gabby with I don't know with Johnny and then Jake. I think we would rather see Gabby with a tree than Jake at this point. (laughs) 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 We're not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) When I said it about Jason Morgan, I was dragged high here. Michael, wrong show. I don't get fear. (laughs) I get dragged to high here. You get dragged to high hell because you're the way you say things is extra messy. (laughs) Wait a minute, because 
you want it, you want you want to you want to Jason wrapped around the tree. <laughs> That's besides the point. No, it's completely the point because you're making a completely different argument than the one that I just made, and we are moving. Because I, I, right I genuinely remember what he actually wanted, and now it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and I'm on you for it. How do I segue from this to race? <laughs> I just wanted Jason Quartermain back. That's all I'm saying. What's up? But we can continue. <laughs> Speaking of Gabby, her brother is being <laughs> framed. Rafe gets arrested after a third person comes forward claiming he planted evidence. Nicole knows he's being framed and majorly suspects Ava. Oh, and also Rafe okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm pissed. Whenever Rafe and Nicole into my screen, I get the same feeling of when I hear Kiki Wise say, I must have rehearsed my line a thousand times. Come up with something else. Give me and something literally. Else. It is fuck Rafe Hernandez at this point. Like he can he can literally rot in jail and become EJ's prison bitch at this point. Like oh, wow. EJ, okay. EJ, can, <laughs> EJ can EJ can do better than Rafe. First right? of all. <laughs> I, I hate the fact that they act like Rafe hasn't done anything wrong. He's a stand-up guy. Fuck you. He owned Not- that he did shit wrong, but he owned it too too late. But like he's owning it now, but he's not. But I know what I'm saying. They're acting like he has never planted evidence or done shitty things before, right? Like, well, they're gonna act like they're acting like that's never happened. So we're not gonna talk about that. That is what is annoying me. And and Rafe and the cold thing with that one. Mm -hmm. You're here. Well, let me explain this. They do that the same way they do with Ben killing Will. Because Will and Stefano both popped up alive, it never happened. It didn't go down that way. But again, but Nick, but we, Nick we is still dead, and he covered for Gabby and lost his job for it. And they don't even acknowledge that that happened. Yeah, they're just they they <laughs> they are tied to this good guy Rafe narrative, and so anything that goes against that we're either not supposed to remember or just supposed to discount they write him like michael corinthos oh please don't bring him over here i i I hate what they're doing to nicole as well and if Rafe unsuspectingly kisses her one more goddamn time i'm gonna lose my lunch no no call it what it is call it what it is if Rafe keeps on sexually harassing her and Nicole keeps on excusing it, I'm going to jump through the TV. Stop that. Stop it right now. And now if she Nicole did is not consent to said kiss, before I say it, he literally grabs the back of her fucking neck and kisses her. That is sexual harassment. He's been doing it for months and I want someone to call it out. And now Nicole is going to be the one to save him and we're going to be even more and it's going to be even more nauseating and just, I want off this hell ride. Please. I, like, want Ron most- I want Ron to admit he hates the character and just go. Because they know where you like him. <laughs> like the most annoying thing for me 
in all of those scenes and there was a lot but the thing that just honestly it pissed me off and it probably shouldn't have because I should be used to it by now but you guys remember when he was giving Nicole his big speech about how he wanted to be with her and he was going to break up with Ava and he was choosing her do y'all remember that speech yes Mm -hmm. do y'all remember how he stopped at the end and then he looked at her and he was like unless that's not what you want He's a fuckboy. Boy. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm 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 destroy my life. I'm going to turn it upside like, down. You should, if like, you, you want me to. But if you don't want me to, I'm going to settle for I'm going to settle yes. for this because yes. I don't want to be alone. You, <laughs> you raggedy bitch. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm just like, going to say. He, he, I'm just my oranges. <laughs> and I'm going to warn you now in case any of y'all are drinking anything, but this might be one of those moments where I shock you with what I say. He just wants to keep his dick wet. He doesn't care who it is. And I get that, but you can be a good person at the same time. I do it baby. I promise you. I promise you. Like, I mean, he's he gave this whole speech. He did the reverse Meredith. I pick you. I choose you. I love you. Unless you don't want me, then I'm just going to stay over here. (laughs) (laughs) Boy! I don't know what the show thinks Rafe and Nicole are like as a pairing, but they're not. I'm supposed to root for that? Right? Like, I'm I'm all team Ava. I know she's the villain in this story. I know she's... Is she, though? She's supposed to be. At this point, she's reacting accordingly. Is she (laughs) a villain or is she the victim? To me, she's the victim. But the show (laughs) is giving me villain. And I'm like, oh, you go, Ava. Go, Ava. Go, like, that is what I'm doing. like he dead ass was like unless you don't want me to boy like uh, your balls don't drop and you and and the thing is i don't know if it's ari zucker or nicole but she does not look into this at all she is not (laughs) no she she doesn't Like, come like, on. She went, okay, again, I'm just, let's I'm call just it here for the check. She went from having material that was basically like caviar with Greg Vaughn. We may not have liked the story, but the scenes between her and Greg Vaughn before he left were amazing to literal spam because she's arguing about a fucking stuffed bear. <laughs> oh, like, Lord. I just... They all need hazard pay at this point and to get the fuck out of my face and out of the story. Like, Hell, we need hazard pay. Jalen, his pink slip. Please. They did it. Before you slip stick. on the viewer. Or at least like, let's get it laminated this time. Maybe it'll like, stick. Like, <laughs> listen, I, my whole thing is like, if he is going to be here and he's clearly going to be here, then they have got to what you say this character is has to match up with what you show yeah. me he is. Yeah. That's like that's the, the bar is in hell. That's the, <laughs> like that's it. That's all you gotta do. If you're gonna I tell mean, me that this is good maybe. guy upstanding rave, then he needs to be good guy upstanding rave and not somebody that I would see on cheaters being chased. <laughs> 
<gasps> what? Back here? Being chased around by Peter Guns. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Is he I'm not? watch this after Is... we get off of this. After we're done recording, I'm watching Cheetahs. Thank you for that. <laughs> Is that not what I'm... Is... I'm, I'm... Is that not the energy we've been getting? And you know something? You know something? Rafe really wouldn't be in this mess if we're being honest because wasn't him and Abel broke, broken up when he slept with Nicole? If he had just been honest about No, it, he assumed uh, that he she was guilty of murder, but he was too much of a ballless coward to actually talk to her about it. Yeah, they never actually broke oh, up. Oh, so they, so they, oh, well. No, they never mm-hmm. actually broke up. He was intending. He, he just he never got home. around to. He saw the dead body <laughs> on his kitchen oh, floor. Hold on. The payment was pending. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, pending and you would see a pending. Okay. Yeah. He came yes. home, saw the dead body on the kitchen floor. Ava got sent off to the police station. Then Nicole called after seeing Deimos. He went over there. They started talking, and one thing led to another. And Ava sat in the police station wanting to talk Man. to Ava. Uh, okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before we get to one thing led to another, now this is what I do remember. I think this is where I got confused. I think Rafe was talking about leaving Ava before they slept with each other. He, he was. He did, he was. but he didn't actually do it because he believed that she was guilty of killing Carmine. I forgot about Carmine. Fuck that man, bro. I wish I could forget about Carmine. <laughs> oh, not Carmine. I was talking about Rafe. Yeah, I told you. Is this not big cheaters energy? <laughs> It's given now my friend from the pool up because his girl was passed on him, and now I have to sit here for two hours and tell him how he was wrong. <laughs> and Ava is gonna be made niggas gonna the niggas to the day they die. <laughs> <laughs> Ava's gonna be made into the big bad villain of this story. When meanwhile she's got every right to do what she's doing because she was made a fool of by both of them. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I hate to see it, but like I, right now, I'm not enjoying the call. This story rather... sucks for her. She can, they, she deserves better as a character. She's earned better at this point. Yeah. Why they have her stuck with Rafe, who it's clear the writers do not like <laughs> because they used to go jump through hoops to make Rafe seem like the great upstanding guy we were told he was. They're not doing that anymore, and it's weird and it's jarring to watch. Not just Rafe, but I don't. Really and, and the thing is, you can tell Galen isn't enjoying the story. Just yeah. leave. Do us all a merciful. Thing. But I feel like I feel I like <laughs> the end of you. <laughs> no, but like, I feel like, like, like Mariah said, get the fuck out. <laughs> But I feel like the writing for Nicole is not good either. Um, and that was what I was initially talking about. <sighs> it's one of those things where like I I don't you like, don't like who she becomes when she's with in him. this pairing. Yeah. Cause I I love her outside of this. I'd be <laughs> like, that's my girl, that's my Nicole Walker, her right there. I see her. And then they put her. <laughs> in scenes with him and i'm like harpo who this woman and the sad yeah, part like about it grow. it's it's yeah. not an overall character thing it's just a her with rafe thing yeah I, we enjoy her in every other thing she does but the moment she enters a scene with rafe 
her brain goes out the window and it doesn't make sense because that's not Nicole. Have you noticed that ever since Nicole has really been like involved with Rafe, her circle keeps shrinking and shrinking Mm -hmm. and shrinking. She used to interact with everyone. And, and now she literally now, interacts with Rafe and Ava. That's it. And, and occasionally maybe, Brady and Chloe. Maybe Brady and Chloe. That's it. She like lives every with three, Allie. four we weeks. We don't even see them in scenes. I forgot she and Allie still live together. Mm-hmm. It's Which, literally like I, I noticed it even like as soon as as soon as Greg Vaughn left the first time when he left in September and he went off to Africa. Like literally, I think like the next week they started putting her in scenes with Rafe and it was literally every single time she aired, there came Rafe. I wonder if he's going to be her new Daniel. Oh, oh boy, if you don't... Don't do this. What? That's what it looked like. I, I, would, <laughs> I would dead ass stop watching this. I would dead ass and, and never come back. And We're that's not on my speaking mama. that into existence. Oh, thank God we know Greg Vaughn is coming back to save yeah. us from this mess because Lord Jesus, we need saving. I think I'm that's what's to... making it worse. But is really it gonna save us though? Until we know he's not, I'm going with he is. Oh my god. <laughs> Nick. What? See, you said that, and then I remember what you just said about Rafe being her Daniel Jonas. If we get a Jack Jen Daniel oh, woman no. out of Rafe, mm-hmm. Eric, and Nicole. No. Eric suddenly, Eric suddenly gonna figure out he doesn't want to be in the priesthood. He wants to be with Nicole, and she's gonna be like, "I love you, but I'm with Rafe." But also, no, it's, it's, possi- I do not. it's possible they don't like Rafe enough to do that. So, <laughs> I mean, oh, I, no. we, I hope if sure. that happens, everybody in Burbank is catching hell. <laughs> so, when are we going there? <laughs> Well, y'all can go. I'm going to stay home because I'm a black man. I mean, I can fly. Michael's quiet. Michael's like, I'm not entertaining this. (laughs) No, no. Because what's going to happen is when that happens, y'all won't be hearing from me anymore. (laughs) Days will never grace my TV again. And that's on my mother. That's on my grandmother. That's on my great grandmother's grave. I mean that shit. I'm just it better like, fucking not. Oh my god. Anyway, let's move on. We've been stuck Because Jesus Christ on a cracker, we need help. I don't want that. I don't yeah. want that, but I'm scared they do that. All right. So Abe and Lonnie talk and she makes it clear she has no interest in getting to know her father. Meanwhile, Paulina runs into Ray and freaks out. Lonnie sees them in the square and Paulina tries to get Lonnie out of there quickly. Lonnie is suspicious and Paulina tries to cover. Bravo to Jackie and William because their scenes were so good. You could feel the tension from both of them. Like you could see the rage simmering just under the surface. You could see that she was scared, but she wasn't going to let him see how scared she was. So she just chose to play the anger. And it was just so good. And there were a lot of like, if you run those scenes back, there are a lot of little subtle things. Like he makes this, like when she's going off and he makes this comment and he's like, oh, you always did have a lot of mouth. 
And it was like, mm. Ooh, yeah. that made like, there was so a lot time. of subtle gaslighting from him going yep. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that showed me that he hadn't changed as much as he claims he had. Yep. Mm, not a bit. Because he's not justifying his treatment of her as he's talking to her. Yep. And then pretending he has no idea why she's so hostile. Yeah, he's oh, apologizing. He's like, so oh, I've gross. changed. I'm different. But in the same breath of you are always a hellraiser. You were never innocent. Remember, he said that too, and she almost cussed him out. <laughs> like he's been giving out, I'm a piece of shit energy all, all maybe not all week, but especially during these scenes. And I completely get why Paulina is like guarded, and she doesn't want him to be like close to her or close to Lonnie. But those scenes were really great. Like I'm enjoying the character. I you could, uh... you could watch those scenes, and you could tell exactly what kind of abuser he was yeah because he was acting as if and it and a lot of it had to do with the fact that they were in public but yep. he was acting as if oh y'all see this y'all see are y'all seeing, yep. this? Are y'all seeing <laughs> how crazy she's being are you seeing how very emotionally she's being like i'm over here being perfectly calm and reasonable and like you could just you could tell exactly what kind of abuser he was yeah and should we talk not only is he a physical abuser abuser he's an emotional one too and yeah oh it just made me made me uncomfortable in a good way i did really like the abe and lonnie scenes i like the fact that it they made it clear that regardless of blood or not like that's for her, for Lonnie. That's her father. That's it. It is her father. Well, no I, one okay, else. okay. This is the first time I have ever gotten into a Abe and Lonnie Coates grant. Oh, okay. no, we're not getting <laughs> her. Not doing that. her that name. <laughs> no, we're not. I've never had her. the proper last name though. But, so but, she, okay, she who's gonna beat my ass though? Now, I'm gonna beat my ass off, <laughs> Michael. It's Lonnie Price Grant. Tony, Stop. Stop. I said what I said. Lonnie Colts Grant and A. Grant. I, this is the first time. I said what I fucking said. Anyway, <laughs> well, what you said was some bullshit because <laughs> you're giving I her enjoyed. the name of an abusive piece of shit, and that is not okay. I enjoyed the scenes. I said what I said because this is the first time I've actually gotten into A. And Lonnie. Now that I know the truth. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's probably why. I think I actually enjoyed Lonnie a lot this week. It's crazy. But I really did. She did what she had to do. It was a really good week for all of them. Like, how how do you feel about Paulina lying? I was okay with her lying. (laughs) I was okay with her lying to Ray's face, but I think, I still think she should have told Lonnie once they got away from him. Yeah. Just so she could be prepared. She's going to be blindsided. He's coming over. Like, Lonnie showed up, had no clue why they were arguing. And she was like, what's going on? And Ray introduced himself. And Lonnie was like, Paulina, why are you yelling? Like, she was like, so she, she was confused. She, she like because everything I he was like, oh, who is this? She like uh, my niece. Like she was and like. She did just... y'all catch that Ray was googling Lonnie? So I have a yes. feeling when yeah. he has that conversation with the Chanel next week, he already knows, and he's gonna. Be I don't the, know. He's he might be suspicious. I don't think he will know, but he I think will... he's gonna be suspicious, and he's gonna get yeah. Chanel to confirm it. I think yep. maybe he's googling like her age or something like that. He literally like... googled her name. 
Yeah, but I mean, what he's going to get is a rage or something like that. I don't And what he's going to get is what he's probably going to get. The first hit is likely going to be the article about the wedding being blown up. That's true. Oh. But anyway. hmm. (laughs) Would they have put details about why the wedding blew up in there? Mm, uh, Yeah. The mayor finds out that his daughter isn't his daughter is huge news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Um, I I wish kind of like you guys have mentioned it before. I kind of wish they had built the fallout to this point more, but I'm not like I'm totally invested in what we're getting right now. Um, it's a good, real good start. I hope they keep it up. But anyway, back to the scenes. Um, like you could see Lonnie being suspicious in those scenes. Like she was like, huh, something is off. But Paulina lying, I I get why she's lying. I completely understand that she has all the right intentions. Like she wants to protect Lonnie, but Lonnie is wrong. Lonnie has kids. She also wants to protect the babies. Yeah. Like Lonnie. But you can't, but Lonnie can't protect herself without information. You yeah. have to arm yeah. her with like information. He, he's con- is Paulina aware that Lonnie wants no part of Ray or his family? Is she thinking that if she tells Lonnie that Lonnie might be curious? I don't even think it's that. I think that's, I think she's thinking if she tells Lonnie, Lonnie might give something away. She knows Ray enough to know that he doesn't really care about Lonnie. It's the fact that she's his. Lonnie is a possession. Lonnie is something that he feels entitled to. Entitled to. Belongs to him. He's going to claim her. And his grandbabies. Yeah, like she just, she knows what type of man. He's going to met. The thing is, I'm seeing it like from a mile away. He's going to mess with Lonnie's mind because he's making an, what was it, an impassionate plea or some, something like that next week. And Lonnie is going to be like, no, go away. I don't want anything to do with you, but also be like tempted. To, like she's going to be messed up because of this. And that's why I kind of wish Paulina gave her the heads up. Yeah. Because yeah. she's totally blindsided now. And that's I'm why... Waiting for, I'm waiting for Eli to come home. Oh, he's gonna be so rough. <laughs> Could you and, imagine if he comes home in the middle of that fight that we saw in the promo? I kind of oh wish I kind of wish it was him, but we saw a, a tiny segment of Paulina in the promo, and that is when she shows up. Um, but I kind of wish it was Eli, but right now he's in D.C., so... Yeah, I'm... I'm... But, interested in seeing where this goes yeah very interested and so far i really like the way that they're writing ray like it's not mustache twirling and over the top it's very subtle and very creepy it's very subtle very creepy but you can you can tell like he's a piece of shit yeah Yeah. and you can also like love to hate the character and enjoy because you even is. saw it in the scenes with Johnny. Yeah, but that, then that was the first really one. Saw it. Yeah. in the scenes with Paulina. Like, not to be fair with the Johnny situation, you will be an asshole too. Yeah, like <laughs> I, you know, I mean, like what, I, I run said, me my coin. Honestly, my <laughs> I said it last week. This is a Dame Dash situation. <laughs> like, and if you can't make <laughs> right, the, and if is. you can't make the movie. I'm going to be collecting things around your mansion until I think I have a reasonable <laughs> amount of the money you took. So I'm going to get mine regardless. So I, I got him on that one. Yeah. 
Was I the that's only? The, that's that Denzel clip. I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> was I the only one who gasped when Lonnie shook his hand? I was like, no, don't do it. Oh, yeah, that that made me all tense and uncomfortable. Oh I was like, no. That is why it's so messy that she doesn't know. Like, and my I, thing is, like, I could understand Paulina not saying anything if she didn't know he were staying. She knows that he's going to be here for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, you 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 have to let everybody know what's what. Exactly. Yeah. Because we've seen the spoilers that Chanel inadvertently says something. That's why she inadvertently says something, because Paulina didn't tell anybody that this man is here. Right. The excuses she came up with. Oh, that was such a stretch. I'm surprised, though, that Lonnie didn't pick something up like especially Terrell Raymond yeah I thought she was gonna go I thought they were gonna go there but because his she's probably always assumed his first name is Ray when he introduced himself as Terrell Raymond then it could have been just a coincidence so it probably went over yeah that's my mom but I'm just like Raymond is kind of a common name that I don't think that she would have put that together right in that moment though she might start thinking before he should before ray shows up at her door because paulina is acting so strange yeah yeah but the story is really starting off really good i'm really invested i want to see all the drama and the mess and i I love it like keep it up and i'm gonna say it again william is amazing he really is he he sold me the first from moment one same same i'm glad they got somebody who has worked in daytime before for this role yeah yeah because Bless while you, a, whoever who oh, sneezed that was my that was my mom sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> yeah we, we are not quiet sneezers in my family <laughs> neither are we um, over here so it's okay but um yeah, because if this if this was somebody new to daytime, I think it would be a lot rougher. Mm. But because he isn't new to daytime, I mean, he might have had to get used to how days films. But once you've been in daytime, it's kind of like riding a bike. You don't forget. Yeah, he was actually on the show in 2018. So he yes. did four episodes of some sort of like henchman or minion for the ISA. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, I'm during my binge, I'm on those episodes. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, let me watch these and to prepare myself. But uh, it wasn't exactly the same. So I was like, okay, uh, let me just wait until he airs. And I'm really impressed. Because, like, basing it off on where, what everyone else has been saying isn't going to give me any idea, like, how he is. But he was amazing. Like, I'm really, really impressed. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I'm curious how Chanel is gonna like how how is it even gonna get brought up? Like I'm trying to Yeah, like what what is he maybe he's gonna use the Johnny angle? Maybe. What do you guys think? I think Chanel may be going to meet with Johnny about ending their marriage and Coates might be there. Hmm. He's gonna cause and Paulina did say her name, Chanel. So she's gonna he's gonna immediately know who she is so he's probably gonna start asking questions yeah speaking of chanel 
Uh, Allie tells Chanel about Johnny and Gabby, and Chanel tells her that Paulina saw them. Allie freaks, but Chanel tells her that it will be okay. I really so like fucking messy, bro. <laughs> she Sammy's daughter so got to be <laughs> I mean, well, no, I think I think what bothers me, I think what bothers me is is mainly she acts like she's so much fucking better than everybody, and <laughs> and that is what bothers me the most. Ooh, I don't think she's me. I, I mean, she act like she has the moral majority, and in the span of a month, you have cheated, you have ratted out your brother, and you have judged your brother. Meanwhile, it's not even your brother; it's the fucking devil. So I hope when this possession thing ends, people hold Alex a task about this. I really do. She is yeah. a Horton. and Sammy would do that too, even if she was dead ass wrong. Yeah. But but at the she at the end did. of the, <laughs> at the end of the day, Sammy has never painted herself out to be a good person. Well, no. in the early days, yeah. But as of now, since Sammy has reached her forty, she has never claimed. Yeah, I may be full of shit at times, but it is what it is. Allie, <laughs> since Johnny has entered the chat, has made it seem like she is the best one of those twins. At the end of the, every chance she got, she has tried to berate Johnny. Rightfully so, but at the end of the day, now we're looking at you, and you're looking funny in the light. And She has magnificent breasts, and I love Allie, but at the end of the day, she has gone to my last nerves this month. I know a lot of people were upset at Chanel for actually being upset that Johnny and Gabby kissed. Like, they didn't understand because of what she and Allie did, but I still think she's allowed to be upset. Yeah, I mean, it's still fresh in her mind. Like he just broke up with her like the day before. So, but also they've told us that yes, Chanel did what is attracted to Allie. She likes her. She has feelings for her, but she's not. I don't. I don't think she is in love with her right now. I think her feelings are very strong for her. We've been told, and she's been reacting as if she was in love with Johnny. So, like. I I get her being like, damn, like I really wasn't shit to you. Like she's she's still confused. Like we we know why she slept with Allie because she was hurt. She does that whenever she's hurt. She turns to Allie. She did it in July. So whenever she's hurt, she turns to whoever's there. Because when Allie rejected her, she turned to oh Pia. yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. I think her feelings for Allie are way deeper than just liking, but. I do think she has feelings for both siblings. Yeah, I, think she, I think she has feelings for Johnny, too. And I think she was she actually thought she was in love with Johnny. I mean, I only buy that because of Raven. That, yeah, I've, yeah, I said that before. They didn't show, they didn't show yeah. us that while it was happening. She's portraying it well. So it's convincing me that she was. Um, so, like, it she was weird. in love with Johnny. He ditched her. Not only did he ditch her, he humiliated her in the process. And then less than, what, a few days later, he's sniffing around his brother's baby mama. Like, she's confused. Like, did I, what, did what we have actually mean anything? Now she's yeah. questioning everything. And it's just, it's so messy. And I love how messy it is. Same. And Allie freaking out that Paulina knows. <laughs> Oh, speaking of the fact that Paulina knows, like Paulina went back to the doctor. Um, oh, yeah. 
I don't know if that, I don't remember if that was I last week. I don't know how Paulina manages to keep secrets. <laughs> she doesn't, <laughs> baby. If you want it kept a secret, don't tell her at all, truly. Because she she was five steps away from singing like a canary. Like, <laughs> I, I, oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> she because she said what 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 did she say um, when when Trip said that that Allie and Chanel are such good friends and she said something and Trip's like what was that? Yeah, she can't help herself. That's and I get. I get Chanel. I get Allie panicking that um, Paulina knows because Paulina was the person who told everybody they kissed. Exactly. <laughs> so she can't really hold water <laughs> at all. So it's it's all just one. It's big... just interesting because you manage manages to keep the secret about Lonnie, but like this. But she was thinking she wasn't around Lonnie. They've shown that. True. Like she came in and out of Lonnie's life. She wasn't around her consistently enough to where she That's was tempted true. to do it. The because moment look, she was around Lonnie enough, all hell broke. She wanted to talk. She had to tell somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, also, she, like she was, the she was around Lonnie well. for three months before she seriously started talking about telling the truth, and her mother um, talked out of it. Um, Speaking- I was actually talking about the recent thing with Bray showing up. Uh, but that is a good point. But uh, like, speaking of speaking of um, her mother, another uh, something I forgot to put in the news segment that I'll just bring up now since we brought up her mom, Marla Gibbs is back, and we'll we'll be seeing her later this summer as well. Yay! I'm actually starting to think like it's July. Is she coming back for Elani's? Like, is something going to happen at Elani's anniversary party? Because that's I don't know. What in July they're filming, but I know Elani's anniversary is in July. So no, is it June or July? July, sorry. Uh, it's, it's July. The beginning, it's beginning a, of July. It's supposed to be like around July fourth, but it sorry, technically aired in June. Be, it technically aired early June because preemptions didn't happen, so it ended up moving early. Yeah, but it, it was and, slotted for like around the fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. So. And we saw like Bill and Susan at Ilani's apartment. So I'm thinking if it's for some events or something story, it's definitely story related. I'm wondering what, but I'm excited because I love Marla. I love Olivia. But I just wanted to bring that up before we move on to the next thing, which is Chanel. Uh, 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 okay. I, I, I didn't say anything for real, for real. But can I just say one thing? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I thought you were, I thought you did. Go ahead. If Jack A had not been playing the character of Paulina, we would not like this bitch. <laughs> we would not. If we're being completely honest with ourselves. Oh, she's a oh. mess. Please, I, I, mean, I, I love a mess. I don't mind her. I'm, I mean, oh. I like I, I like Drusilla. I like <laughs> I like mess. I don't think there's nothing like I love Paulina. Regardless Paulina, of who would play her. Boundaries. She's she's a liar. She crosses boundaries. But it, but what I Sammy know, and I love her. What thing. what are you like? There's a lot it's of characters. Who do that. I think you don't like her. But yeah, exactly. Like, who is this we? I've, I've <laughs> been waiting where, for a character like this for a while. <laughs> where's the Fresh Prince clip? <laughs> right, we right. We. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but like, she has her flaws. Like. All of these characters have flaws, and those are her flaws. She crosses boundaries, she lies, but to me, she's still a fun character. Like, 
she has good intentions. I enjoy watching her. But I get like, if she, you don't, that's fine. Yeah, I don't I think you can speak for anyone else on this podcast because we all like her. I guess. <laughs> it's no, I guess too. it. We just told you. I guess. Like either you like her or you don't. It's that simple. And it's like, I tend to like characters like that. Like I'm the person who from the day she showed up in Pine Valley, I preferred Kendall to Bianca. You know what I mean? I, there's a reason I like Liz more than I liked Emily. There's a reason I've always liked Sammy more than I liked Carrie for the same reason I liked Lucas more than I liked Austin. Like those are, that's the character archetype that I tend to gravitate to. The messy is the more realistic. The the perfect do no wrong characters aren't realistic. So they're harder to relate to. Like I, I, I mean, I loved Georgie, but I was always a maxi girl. Like there's been exceptions along the way. Like, you know, like I would die for Robin Scorpio, but like I, 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 you know, like uh, give me, give me a Tracy Quartermain all day, every day and three times on Sunday. I like mess. I like, I like my characters to be. And and the thing is you can understand why Paulina sometimes acts the way she does. Like there's reasons for it. So. I mean, like back in the day, I used to cheer Phyllis on when she was making cricket, cricket, <laughs> miserable. Like, I I like characters like that. So it's like, and Michael, let, let me ask you, are you having an issue with the writing for Paulina or are you having an issue with certain things that Jackie is doing in her performance that you're trying to look past because she's Jack A? Miserable. Okay, that's fair. Uh, uh, it, it really is. Again, this is my own personal thing with Elder Black doing that bullshit, but we can move on, bro. Okay, let's see. Where are we up to? Here we go. Uh, Chanel runs into Abe and apologizes for everything that happened at the wedding and says that maybe what's happening with Johnny is karma. And I really did like these Abe and Chanel scenes. I need more of them because they really do work well together. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's why I said, like, before um before the wedding that's why i said i had wanted them to build up a relationship with them because they work well together and you can see that dynamic how it would have worked because chanel said i you know my dad died when i was really really young i've never really had a father and like this is abe abe (laughs) abe will father the children it's kind of you know it's what he does he's the uncle mac of salem yeah honestly like (laughs) Abe and his pseudo daughters, like he he will go to the wall for Nicole. You know, he it does not matter to him that Lonnie is not his blood. He would have easily like opened his heart to Chanel. And I wish that they had like yeah. And and you can see that she kind of craves having that relationship with someone. So it would have been nice if they built that up too i hope at some point they do that was my that was my oh sorry michael go ahead i'll go after you i mean i don't have much to say it's just that i really hate that we haven't seen these two characters interact much because it really took a lot away from the scene yeah like i feel like it could have been much more compelling had we seen a chanel interacting which i never really understood because chanel was just all for 
her mama marrying this man she barely spent two scenes with. So <laughs> it, it just, I mean, am I lying? No, you're not. But I remember like that was one of the things that we were saying yeah. why we didn't, you know, why we didn't like how isolated they had Chanel when they were building up the secret story. Yeah. Like we, I thought it had been intentional because I didn't think that she would have been as motivated to do it without that isolation. But now I'm not so sure. Uh, that's what I said. Like while she was isolated and they didn't focus on her. She was stuck in the Brady twin hell. And yeah. once she got there, it was just, that was all they had to do. Yeah, they didn't focus. And while she was in there, she got minim- minimum focus in it. Or like the family stuff that was going on with her. So, yeah. It, yeah and this is those choices I, where like they, they went with plot over character development. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is one of those, it, this is one of those times where sending Johnny and Chanel off to Italy was a major mistake yeah. because they could have had Abe and Chanel building up a relationship right after the wedding. Like she could have, she could have done the apology scenes then. And then we could have kind of could have had moments of them after the wedding fell apart, maybe have Abe be the one to marry Johnny and Chanel because Abe and uh, Chanel and Johnny could have still decided to have gotten married. We could have seen that happen on screen and then have the scenes now with Abe and Chanel about her marriage breaking apart. If he had been the one to marry them, it would have held a lot more weight. Like That's been like one of my biggest issues. I think um, Michael brought that up when they went off screen because Johnny and Chanel were so one-sided. She and her family had a lot going on at that time, but it wasn't, they didn't get her point of view about a lot of things. Like Olivia was in town. I don't think Olivia was in town the first time. I don't think her and Chanel even shared scenes until she came. No, they didn't until the wedding. So like they just excluded her from a lot of things. And we thought it was intentional, but they're still excluding her from a lot of things. And even if it was intentional, it ended up not reaping the rewards that it could have like because it would have made more sense if they had kept chanel angry the isolation would have fueled her anger and then that would have been a story choice that would have made more sense but they didn't go down that road i feel like they they all disappeared after the wedding anyway yeah Yeah. (laughs) I i feel like chanel could she has had a lot of growth since the last time she or since her introduction to the show but she could still use some character driven writing because it's the story she's in right now is very still very plotty um but yeah i felt like she didn't get enough focus in that story the secret story she was way too isolated and i brought it up too um i the abe and chanel scenes were sweet like they were lovely but i didn't have an emotional connection because of the lack of buildup towards this point and that kind of sucks because James and Raven were great in these scenes but I didn't feel much but um unless anybody else has anything else to add I think we can move on to the next thing yeah Allie gives Tripp a present to celebrate him becoming a doctor he is an ass about it 
He then goes to check on Chanel, and I swear I keep seeing chemistry between them, and it's weird. It's there. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it throws me every time. Every time. Every time. I've, I'm like, I, I said it on Twitter. I said, Ali and Chanel have chemistry with everybody but each other. For me, <laughs> they just they just work with other people. See, it's weird. I, I feel like, okay. <laughs> there's a there's a phrase in like fandom like the the quote-unquote fandom bicycle that one character that you can literally put with any of the other characters and it yep. works and it's chanel true. is the fandom bicycle you put her with theo and it works you put her with ali and it works you put her with trip and it works you put her with johnny and it works <laughs> like you put her with xander and it works because we were like oh let's see how this <laughs> like wherever you throw her there's something about about the character it just works and a lot of that like has been both of the actresses because I even thought if you go back to that scene where Chanel scams Claire and Tripp into paying for her champagne there was a spark yeah there was a spark between Precious and Lucas in those scenes so like there's it I don't she's she is the bicycle you put wherever you put her is gonna ride and it's interesting to watch because trip and chanel should not on any level <laughs> work but like it do. should not be a thing it just should not it this should not occur to me and but i didn't even see it, it does until like and i didn't really see it with with lucas and raven until the christmas movie and ever since the Christmas movie, now whenever they're in scenes together, it's all I see. And it because even like the scenes in the square, I kind of saw it. And I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like if Rod were gave a shit about writing trip, he would have trip find out that um Ali slept with Chanel, and then he should then he becomes an asshole and sleeps with Chanel too. Because like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would not mind it. Me, like, so since I mean, you like her how about i try to like her let's see what happens with all three of us in one room like let listen, him be a dick about it that would be hilarious <laughs> like, oh the pearl clutchers will have their uh, day it's just like it but it is it's always surprising to me when i notice it because it shouldn't be there it really like shouldn't it makes no sense with the story being told yeah it just it is it is the polar opposite of everything that's actually happening within the story like it should not exist given given the givens like given where we are with these characters and and what they're going through I should not <laughs> I will say I was happy he showed up and was like nice to Chanel in that moment because like in the scenes with Allie when she was giving oh, what him a that present <laughs> no no like I didn't I hadn't seen them and I'm just like cruising the group chat and Michael's like just take the fucking present bro and I'm like what like if I was if I as much as Allie got on my nerves this week I was just took the shit back I was well, since, like since you got your degree and you know on? every damn thing you can get your own pen because like I People have complained that Trip always talks down to Allie in scenes for like the last few months. People, I, I've noticed the complaints on Twitter. I've never subscribed to um, that particular complaint until this week. Now you're seeing it. 
I gave him the little possession because in real life, if we would have heard somebody grandma got possessed, we would have looked like, bitch, what is you smoking? Who is your plug? <laughs> Give me your number. Like he's, Give me that number. He's but been like, like this for months. She gives him a present and he's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. Just say thank you. Like, is that hard? <laughs> he's, no, he's gonna tell her like right now, like right now he's being an asshole but they're not they're no longer leaning into him being an asshole <laughs> like because like, he was before like if there's a gift i don't like i'm just like i'm gonna be appreciative that they gave me a gift in the story yeah and he literally was just making her feel dumb in that moment and, and he's been doing off. this for months that's the thing. the thing they should have ali bring that up as to why she's turning to chanel or why she's falling harder for Chanel, but I don't know if they will because they've decided that Trip is the decent guy, but they won't write for him. They he's just there to be nice, and then there are things like this where it throws you off. Now you're yeah. going now you're going back on what you presented him as throughout the entire Good God That Rape story. Throughout all of that, now you've kind of settled into what you've told us he is. Now you're going back on it. Like, make up your mind. And he tried to walk it back by nerding out. As somebody who nerds out frequently, I don't sound condescending, or at least I try not to when I get my nerd on. That was just not it. She should took shit back. That's, that's all. He didn't deserve Since you have your degree and you know every fucking thing, oh, you, you can get your own <laughs> gift. The other thing that bothered me in this in this scene, it's a, it's a tiny thing, but it was a thing that bothered me. Why is Allie acting like a doctor is a nine to five job? She literally said, "Now that you're not a med student anymore, you're not going to have a crazy schedule." Like, um, she's he's still a doctor, man. You have a crazy no, doctor, <laughs> and he's literally at the bottom. Like, he's going to get all the crap shit. He's going to get gonna, all the scuff all work. the terrible surgeries. Grey's Anatomy showed us what they do to first year interns. Outside of kill them. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> they don't kill their first years. You got you got to wait a couple of years before you get there. But it just it annoyed me. But now we kind of move on to the biggest story of the week. Saving the biggest for last. Abby is about to rip the mask off who she thinks is Gwen when Gwen appears. Turns out Ava put the mask on. Abby leaves, but something is still bugging her, so she talks to Chad. She decides to go to the airstrip. She runs into Sarah, rips the mask off of her, and it's Ava. Before she can call the cops, Gwen knocks her out, and they ship her off to Kristen. Abby's smart. I like it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This was so much fun. I didn't it was, expect it It was to more be fun, fun than I expected it to be, because I was already right? irritated when I heard about it. <laughs> But I like the fact that they are dispensing with the mask of it all so quickly. Like, the masks have literally been here for two weeks instead of two months, which, thank you. I I like how it was played. Like, I will say for a split second, I thought they were going to pull that, like, that was that was Gwen in the Sarah mask, and then that, temp, like, Ava was wearing a Gwen mask. That's what I was low-key with. Because there was a moment where Emily did something when she was talking and she like moved, like she did an arm movement or something. And it reminded me so much of Tamara Braun 
that I that I thought for a second that that was actually Ava with a Gwen mask on, but I was glad that that wasn't because that would have been too much. Yeah, that wild. But I love the fact that Abby has that reporter instinct like her parents and she could not let it go. And when she was trying to tell Chad what was going on, she was making no sense. I was like, I was like, honey, you've got to give him all the details. Right, she started in the middle. <laughs> and was immediately lost. I was like, Abby, sweetie, you've got to give him all the details or he's going to be lost. He just no, got no. his brain back. Yeah, we know he ain't too bright. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm, I'm still laughing at the way Abby fell because of yes. that damn gift, Aria. <laughs> I, was, uh, I will say though, I knew it was, it was a video though. No, oh, it was. <laughs> I remember I, I added a song to it as well. But didn't you also gift it later? No, I think you somebody else. Somebody else might have done that. Then. Yeah. But yeah, the I, I way could. she falls is just funny. I don't know why. I it's could so not funny. stop laughing. It, I knew it was coming. I was laughing hysterical when it happened, but it also spooked me too because, like, I kept waiting for it to happen, and then when it finally did. I, in that moment, for a split second, I wasn't expecting it, and I jumped. I completely forgot about it too. Me too. Was, That's why I laughs. I was like, <laughs> what, uh, "What is Abby's? Gonna, what is Abby gonna do?" Oh my god! And then poof, <laughs> she was down. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit! I forgot." I but even I made videos. Like how, they, huh? how they brought in the pilot to kind of explain how they get Abby out, because the pilot is the one who actually knows where that island is, because he flew Kristen there. Yeah. So that was that was kind of really smart because my, my mom and I were trying to figure out how we knew Abby got to the island because we had had the spoilers for later in the week, but we didn't quite know how we got there from here. And it was actually a pretty smart way to do it. Yeah, like uh, the only thing is like I'm trying to figure out how they paid him because Ava ain't got no job and Gwen ain't got no money. I'm assuming so. Kristen I'm thinking it had to be Kristen. Yeah. So I guess they caught. Can they call her? I'm yeah, because didn't she call? So. Wasn't she on the phone with Ava at one point? Yeah, yeah, well, but she's always Chris, called them. Kristen called her from the convent, so she's Kristen now has always there. been the one to reach out. Uh, now maybe there was a contact number in the letter that she got with the yeah, instructions like, on what to do with the masks. That was the only thing I was just because he he because he made it very clear that he was not doing anything for free. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming Kristen Kristen paid Kristen paid him because like when she was and we'll talk about the island stuff in a second when she was dragging Abby in the house she was like y'all owe me for this yeah <laughs> so I'm guessing they had to call her yeah or maybe the like, mess this is gonna be messy yeah. and I like it I'm here for me it. too and. When Abby goes missing, Chad goes to Xander and tells him Abby's mask theory about Gwen. Chad gets a text from Abby saying she's in Boston, but Jen says that she's not there. I love the fact that when Chad got those text messages, like you could see on his face, like it was not clicking. It felt random for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, nah, this is weird. Like, this is not. Just let me call and make sure everything's okay. And, well, and thank goodness, because I didn't ex- listen. 
when when Chad has a has a brain movement, we have to celebrate it because yes. <laughs> so and like and that was like him and xander and scenes together lore so much was, fun <laughs> it was hilarious but it was also like ooh, child who finna explain all the big words <laughs> to <laughs> y'all the the moment that killed me and and this was a confirmed ad lib by paul because i asked him on twitter and he answered the moment he looked under the bed right <laughs> He, he decided to do that in rehearsal and the director made it work. And it was hilarious. I fell to the floor. It was just so, so good. Like those two, Lord Jesus. I mean, this Xander's wearing his, on. Yeah, Xander's this, wearing his clown shoes, but we'll talk about that in a second. This is who we count on. Oh, Lord. Let us pray. Yeah, thank God Chad gets Tony involved in the rescue because otherwise, <laughs> see, nah, why, why, why is my man got to? Well, he's familiar with the island. He was on it for twenty years, <laughs> right? One, well, he's probably familiar with the island too. He could probably be the only one to kind of keep Kristen from going lethal. Yeah, this is uh, true. Possibly, yeah. If gonna involve my man in mess, every see, see what happens when he comes home. <laughs> see why he don't see why he don't be there. <laughs> See why he don't be there? Every time he comes home, y'all possessed by the devil, y'all going to prison, y'all kidnapping people. It's problems every time. Can't never just come home and relax. Right? You should know that by now. <laughs> Stephano was his daddy. <laughs> it was always He raised them. That is like the one, if it weren't for the Renee of it all, that is the one like I wish that they could undo. Yeah. Because Stefano really should have been his father because Tony just feels like a Demera. Like, like a Demera. That he fits so easily in that dynamic. Yeah. It just it just feels like it should be him. He's fit better than like any of the other like retcon like it's weird and maybe it's because he was the first he was the original he was on screen before even stefano was yeah but it's like he's the only one that's ever come with that like he gives that aristocratic old money sophisticated feel to it and no one else has ever really brought that and it, it just he it just feels like he should have been the eldest he should have been and he is like no, no, you know, no shade. He is. It's yeah, just, legally, he's the oldest. He's Stefano's oldest son. It's just I wish that that that's one thing I wish that they could undo, and they can't because of you know. Yeah, this is I mean, not as Michael likes to say. This I, is not the guiding light. I'm, I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah. When they did, they didn't really got to talk about. Yeah, but, but we know. Listen, no, we ain't doing that shit here. <laughs> As Michael likes to say, this is not the guiding light. Where is guiding light set in? It's in Illinois, right? Yeah. Is it Salem in Illinois too? Stop. (laughs) We're not doing it, sir. We are moving right along. The one from the armpit of the U.S. Uh Uh-uh. Excuse me. (laughs) Not Jersey Flanders. Jersey Jersey ain't the armpit. That's Florida. Get it right. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So what's that smell? 
Oh, Lord. All right, we're moving right along. We're moving on to the next thing. Abby wakes up on the ugliest I have have ever seen to Kristen. Abby attempts to leave, but is still woozy from the drugs. And I actually really enjoyed the Abby Kristen scenes. I just, the ugliness of that set took me the fuck out of every single scene. (laughs) Okay, before we get to that, Nick, that did not help your case. Because either folks musty or it's a lot of murders going on. I mean, Take your pick. We, it's murders. Yeah. We are famous for the. <laughs> Let me show. <laughs> go. Let's go. Okay. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> I did enjoy Abby and Kristen's dynamic, but my god, that set was so fucking <laughs> ugly. <laughs> what they did to the poor gatehouse, my god! Is Which that gatehouse? what that was? Yes, that was the gatehouse. Huh? The gatehouse from where? The, the mayor mansion. That's yeah. a good mention, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, believe me. Choices I've watched- were made. <laughs> very bad and very ugly choices were made. Like, I, okay, I know like the... Great, yeah, I know like the island is supposed to be where they keep people like trapped and locked up but i assume where kristen herself was staying would have been nicer mm-hmm. <laughs> i like the couch come on and she's and she's not- walking around with it she's walking around with a drink like it's not a bunch of shit all over the place <laughs> not like a bargain basement estate sale threw up everywhere <laughs> it was those hmm. okay those gatehouse all righty then <laughs> Mm. yeah were you trying to figure out what the set was yeah i <laughs> i was i was because i i, I genuinely did it. not yeah i oh okay. <laughs> i watched i watch and vid ben and sierra enough to know that whatever set they're involved in i that they have ever been involved in i can usually spot it pretty quick no matter how ugly they try to dress it so I clocked that was the the gay house in like two minutes. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that poor set. Yikes. But Kristen and Abby were great. Like I, yeah, I, do I like, like the way that I like their dynamic. That the way that Stacy and Marcy play like play off of each other and Abby's like, I'm not and I like that Abby like fully remembers everything that happened too, because there's always a there's always a question when you get bonked on the head how much you actually remember. Yeah, Abby was like, I know what had happened. What had happened was. <laughs> and then too, like their their whole dynamic, it was like very clearly, I don't like you. <laughs> you, don't- <laughs> you don't like me. You don't like me. <laughs> Let's not bullshit. <laughs> and I, I love I love the way that Krista was just kind of commentating. She's like, that, that that's a good guess. That was actually a scarily good guess as she was kind of laying out her theory and like everything that led her there. It, it was Kristen just it was really like, worked. It was so funny because Kristen was like, now see what happens when you don't mind your business. <laughs> you see what happens when you I don't mind. I did wonder where they got the sedative though. Like, yeah. yeah. It was a plain favor. It was giving <laughs> peanuts and sedative. <laughs> 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 I mean, it is a Demera jet. So. Right. You see what I mean by how a story can be going so good and then they add some stupid mess into it and it literally makes you go Eric Forrester. 
Not Eric Carr. Wait, Jesus. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did not just make that comparison. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, Put it on me because I'm about to eat a snack. And then all I heard was Eric Forster. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Forster is now a bird. Uh, Michael, why are you? I don't even watch the show, and I know what that means. And oh my god, you are a mess. Oh, I can't. Just, just gummy worm. Just Sir. oh my god. <laughs> okay. Well, now that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I yeah, again, I was enjoying it until she said that, and I'm just. <sighs> well, she didn't even have to say anything. You could see it the way that that Abby, like Abby, tried to get up and she couldn't. And... See, they could have just said she had a concussion. But uh, where did where did she get the bad? Well, that they... that was e- like they have they have bags and stuff stored on planes, so that was an easy that was an easy thing to to do and maybe didn't didn't um Ava have a, a suitcase with her maybe she had a garment bag in there and they just stuffed her in there like the, the bag wasn't the thing that took me out it was the drugs she wasn't getting on the plane Tony so why was she putting stuff I guess because it's <sighs> weird I guess because she needed to be on was she actually gonna buy a ticket I guess she would have had to and it's weird to buy a ticket with no luggage she would have had to check something. We can send you a luggage. <laughs> no, but wasn't wasn't it a pri- wasn't it a private demerit? Yeah, I think I think she was chartering yeah. another private plane to get out, like because that was. But yeah, where was Sarah getting private she wasn't plane even money? A plane. They didn't ask that the first go round. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, no, they, they mm-hmm. did once. Once they they did once they realized that that's how she left. Because, like, they, they did, because, like, remember, Xander and Abby were questioning it, and they were both like, where would Sarah get private plane money? It, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. Well, no, I, I mean, like, I'll, 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 I'll rock with it. I'm just I, I, I'm, right, I'm riding with it. You're asking me to do a lot. You're asking me to excuse a lot. <laughs> and it gets to a point where now you're just calling me a dumbass. I, I think Ron, I think this is another case of Ron underestimating the audience and how smart we are and realizing that you're calling me a dumbass. Yeah, because he's he has a history of doing that because he did that when um, Sierra exploded in the car. Like he never expected the fans to pick up on the fact that there was no body in the car and to keep questioning what happened. They ju- He just expected them to accept that she was dead until he was ready to reveal that she wasn't. And we didn't. Has yeah, he least. met us? <laughs> like, because I remember on GH, didn't they put like a burned body when Robin supposedly blew up? Yeah. Yep. So and, like, put her, and put her wedding rings. And just like with, with Lucky, when he died, there was a burned body. There was a but, body, yeah. And they had his, his subway token his on subway the body. Token. Yeah, so he's losing his touch. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of somebody else who is losing their touch, Xander is possibly the biggest idiot on the entire planet and proposes to Gwen. And while she accepts the proposal, we get a shot of Sarah alive on the island looking very out of it. Xander is in his clown era. Yeah, buddy. 
Because if he is not setting Gwen up for a big fucking fall, like, Sarah needs to tell him to kick rocks when she gets home. Because he has no fucking excuse. You have up close and personal knowledge of how these masks work, number one. Number two, Chad told you his theory. And with the prior mask knowledge that you have on top of this theory, you're not going to go looking into this, even if you don't believe that it's Gwen, I would still look into it just to prove the fact that Gwen didn't do shit. But no, you're just going to happily accept her word and propose to her. You look like Boo Boo the Fool. I it is, it is going to so be mad. interesting which Xander we get out of this because listen um Gwen might want to do a little bit of research on her man because he has a tendency when he was bad he was very 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 bad and he locked Nicole in the cage yeah (laughs) he locked her in a cage he locked Eric and Nicole in a furnace oh yeah that was funny I'm sorry (laughs) he shot Marlena I mean, granted, his dumbass was aiming for Eric and missed, but still. Yeah, he's and he is a didn't he shoot Brady as well. He's, he did. He is see, he is a Kyriakis, and he has some tendencies. And, and, and she's it's, it's doing a reason a lot. why Victor called him in the first place to do right. his dirty work. <laughs> I'm just saying, sis, you you are stepping all over the danger zone because you're giving this man a lot of reason to come at you and come at you hard when the penny drops. So I, I guess need... we're about to see how much Xander has really changed. And how much Sarah has changed, too. Because it's not looking good, Gwenny Pooh. It's no. And I mean, because like Sarah is very clearly not okay. And right. I, I said this, uh, I think I might have said this in the group chat. I know I said it on the timeline. But remember, the last time we saw Sarah, she got a direct injection of the hallucinogenic drug that Gwen gave Abby. Now, Abby is still taking medication for the effects of that drug. And her dose of the drug was di- diluted by alcohol. Sarah got a direct injection. There was no dilution. Hers, it's her. Her dose was strong and potent. So who the hell knows what it did to her brain? But she does not look okay. I know no, a lot of she, people. She had this faraway look in her eye, and it was it was almost creepy. Yeah, it was, haunt, it was haunting. Yeah, and I know I a lot of people of... assumed that Kristen brainwashed her, but I think they forget exactly what state Sarah was in the last time we saw her. Like she was high. She was tripping balls and (laughs) (laughs) she was okay. Like this is seeing Xander. This is like a really weird. Kristen lured her into the trunk in the first place. And the yeah, I got her to get in the trunk in the first place (laughs) because that was hilarious though. Kristen was like, oh Lord, she's gonna kiss me. But like, okay, this is a weird thing. And if you're not a Buffy fan, you probably won't get the reference. But I kind of hope that if they're going to go there, that Sarah is like a full-on Drusilla. Like, just completely batshit. But kind of like innocent about it and sweet and gentle until she's not. And then it's a problem. Like, I would love that. I would love 
for this to have actually because I mean, not only was she injected with this drug, but she's been on this island isolated alone for over a year now. We don't know what kind of reindeer games they've been playing with her brain. So like if I I would I would like it if Sarah came back a little kooky, a little unstable, a little dangerous, maybe. I- and Ron did say in the preview that her return is like her return comes with a twist. And I know a lot of people jump to brainwashing, but I think that um, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be the drugs that did it to her. Brainwashing will be overkill. Just let it be the drugs. Yeah. Now, a couple of people made this comparison on the timeline and. I don't think they're wrong. Did you guys, like, when you saw Sarah, did she look like Isabella to you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I also got a little bit of Hope Maze on Blanche vibes, too, just, like, the way they did it. It was, like, very... Yeah. Yeah, they were. It was a nice throwback, though, because, like, if you know the history, you caught the reference. Yeah. Sarah's hair hair has gone fast. It's a wig. It's, it's, I know it's a wig, but I'm talking <laughs> about between last year and up until now. It's yeah, been but, a year. It's, it's, been, say, a it's year. been a year. Hair, hair is like that. Look, I mean, my hair. I grows mean, I'm quick. not gonna say anything because my hair grows really fast in just like six months. So <laughs> I was like, wow. But anyway, um, Xander is a fool. Yeah, big fool. Massive fool. But I'm like, really, 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 really intrigued by Sarah. And that is so weird for me to say. Because you guys Because you weren't when you found out about it. Yeah, when I found out about it, and just in general, like, I'm like, I've never been a huge fan of Sarah. She annoyed me. But, like, now I might like her, depending on how the story unfolds. I'm excited. I yeah, see I'm what's intrigued going on to see Sarah. where it goes. Same. But that is the week that was in Salem. And now we move into our segments. Michael, are you gracing us with a reading rainbow this week? Oh, oh yes. We have a favorite portion of this podcast where I give a little read about someone who has pissed me off this week, child. <sighs> Let me pick up my docket. Where is my docket? I'm torn do, between do, two on who this is going to be. Do, do, do. Richard Blower. Yep, that's who I thought. <laughs> sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Oh, the costume director. <laughs> I've seen a lot of ugly shit in my day. The fact that you started with that. <laughs> but when Marlena walked into Paulina's apartment looking like she was looking for her lucky charms. <laughs> oh my God, she did? <laughs> That my grace period has expired. Oh, that grace period is long since been gone. Fire that man. And while we here, fire that nigga over there at GH2 because he can't dress for me. Fire him. It don't make no sense. I can pick better fashions out of Ross dress for less than what he does. The most offensive item of clothing for me this week was that fucking floral tracksuit on Nancy. Jesus Christ. And then it's like, yes. <laughs> she looked like a bag of potpourri. <laughs> oh my god! I used to love the smell of potpourri. <laughs> the 
only one who dressed somewhat decent this week was Nicole. Uh, Chloe did and too. I think, I, I think that it was given belt, but okay. I think um, the Nicole thing, and I don't even think it was what she was wearing. It was more of a color on her. She looked very yeah. radiant in that pink, whatever that was. Was that magenta? I, I don't know. Yeah, it was magenta. But, okay, cool. I, I never did like that color, but it did look good on her. But yeah, give us something else. I'm tired of seeing these big ass Matlock suits on people. Oh, I'm yeah. Tired of, I'm tired of seeing people. When you, this how you know they spent money on something. When you see it three weeks in a row, say it. <laughs> see, this is why people gravitate to the Y and R because the Melody Thomas Scott pulled up in her parking spot and walked into that costume place, and she wearing the same thing she wore two weeks ago. She would have slapped everybody and their mammy in their home. So. Stop this. Stop it right now. Fire him. I, I'm not even buying the budget thing anymore because you can these are regular dead old people. Ain't nobody on this show but the Kiriakis and the Demers are rich. You can find some cheap fashions that make it look good. And the thing is some of these some of these ugly outfits are expensive. So They literally not, are expensive and so they're like they're wasting money. So it's not a budget. Shit. It's not a budget thing. It's a taste thing. Taste thing. And Richard, Richard has none. So he did. Has none. But it, his taste buds have died. Or maybe they just set back in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> no, because nobody in the long? 80s would even wear this shit. <laughs> Calliope <laughs> Jones would not wear this. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> not like Camp Queen. But Calliope. <laughs> Like the outfits back in the day were, uh, they were gorgeous. What is what the fuck is this? So yeah, go off, Michael. No, I'm tired. I'm tired of my lining these pants suits. <laughs> y'all start. Y'all started dressing Kate well, but as soon as she get an ugly fit, you get on this list again, Richard. Um. So next week, cause those pla- <laughs> cause those plaid pants, baby, no. Plaid is in, Tony. That's something you're going to have to deal with. Plaid is back in style. I'm going to send you a copy of Vogue. I certain things. I cannot deal with plaid bottoms because just, ugh, it's loud. But that's, and that's, baby, that's hurts. the style now. Even the men are wearing plaid pants now. I'm going to send you a Vogue subscription, baby. But anyway, <laughs> because Tony, no, Tony be playing the all the styles of today. And I'm like, girl, this is, isn't the early 2000s anymore. But, um, <laughs> Well, yeah. just because it's in style doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> yeah, but you you clowning the wrong things, baby. We just like we blackening you up. We gonna clown too. But <laughs> yeah, Richard Blow, you get my read of the week. Don't do that no more. And if you don't get Deidre Hall addressed, so help me, I'm gonna start sending you some. I often wonder if Deidre doesn't want to wear dresses anymore because even when like Deidre goes to do public appearances, she doesn't choose to wear a dress. She chooses to wear the suits. Yeah, I think some of these outfit choices are actors picking the outfits. Now, just now, if Deidre but, but here's the thing with that. Here's the thing with that. Here's the thing with that. They ain't buying it, so. What they feel comfortable in, that I don't really give a fuck. But then, <laughs> the they to, to, if they're not comfortable, they're not going to perform well. 
Well, okay, that's the okay. Thing. They comfortable, have to become- comfortable. I get, but you dressing all fifty shades of ugly is not that's gonna cut the it. Thing. You the can do that is, on your though, they can, time. You can collect the check here. They, the thing is, though, they can dress that find outfits based on the characters that are comfortable. It's not hard. Uh, uh, but again, your personal preference making everybody dress fifty shades of ugly. This ain't your house, baby. You collecting shit. You gonna have to do. But what I'm gonna do say, on- I'm gonna say the same thing about the Blazers with Deidre that I do about Brooklyn on General Hospital. Oh. Just because they, just because they may be comfortable wearing the Blazers, does not mean the Blazers that they have to wear have, have to, to be, be ugly. ugly. Yeah. Thank you. Or, or big. Because yeah. I'm so tired of Marlena wearing the regular bra, bra colors. All she wears is blue. White, black, and tan—the <laughs> same old colors that old people bra colors are. I'm so sick of this shit, bro. You can get her a knock. They give Kate all the nice design blazers. Why my Lena can't get none? <sighs> you want me to watch the show, but everybody—I feel like Naomi Campbell is all so ugly. <laughs> like there uh-huh. are ways to, and I know, like women of a certain age we call it the pantsuit era they they come into the pantsuit era where that's when they're comfortable and that's what they wear like you you see it with like performers or whatever like they get into the pantsuit era and that's fine but there are fashionable and pretty pantsuits like because Tracy Quartermain used to have gorgeous pantsuits she did too Catherine Chancellor until the day she died, you never saw her in a bad pantsuit. Never. So it's like I, I'm just like there. You within those options, there are there are better options. Is kind of what we're saying. Stephanie yeah. Forrester did better than this. It was the damn brooches that was ugly. <laughs> Leave Stephanie's brooches alone. But them big old ugly church brooches she used to wear. <laughs> I used to clown her for that too. I'm equal opportunity, but it, at the end of the day, it, and this yeah. is why the Y and R had has a lot of viewers. It's not the stores. It well, is not, know. And this, this, this is somebody who who literally cut their teeth. My three soaps that I cut my teeth on was The Young and the Restless, All My Children, and Days of Our Lives. We are not watching the Y and R for the show, the stories. We are watching for the fashion. We are watching for the champagne, the actual flowers, the sets. <laughs> I, I I just don't get it. Why? I get we poor. I get it, but this does not mean we have to be cheap and ugly. Sharon <laughs> Case is serving up gelato <laughs> and ball gowns. <laughs> She's giving us mochas. And dressing down at the same time. So I'm just, I'm not getting the excuses here. Just because comfort does not equate to ugly. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to anyway. Good Lord. We can move on. Do you feel better now? Not really, no. Why do I see some improvement? Well. No, no, no. Because we've been dealing with this for the past decade. Deidre Holland with a same fucking suit. For 10 years. <laughs> I know that damn suit ready to get up and walk the fuck up out of there. She done wore it so many times. And then you can't dress 
Judy Evans because she actually has big breasts. It's, it's everywhere, but it's mainly Dave because it's the most offensive. Yeah. G, GH, they worse because they can't dress bigger people. That's a different show for a different time. But, but Richard Bloor, you need to get your pink slip along with Galen Garen. And that is my read of the week. All right. And moving right along to our good, bad, and ugly. Dylan, why don't you kick us off? Okay. Um, My good for the week was Abby. I loved Abigail Go Go Girl. I loved that. I also really liked the Abe and Chanel scenes. And I liked the showdown between Paulina and Ray. Uh, I'm, I'm not calling them Antiar. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my bad was just all the Rafe stuff it just Ugh. I'm over I'm, all, I'm over it I'm over him I'm, I'm done and my ugly I'm a, I'm a ride with you to see where our final destination is but it's feeling like final destination and I see that log coming at me with this whole Craig and Nancy situation. <laughs> like, it was, um, every note hit wrong. And this is coming from someone who is queer, someone who was open to this story. It's not giving, it's not the girl she says she is. This is, y'all, nope. That was my ugly, cause I'm just not, mm-mm. Y'all are losing can a go lot ne- of goodwill very quickly. If you want to go next, go- Michael, yes, you can go next. Okay, because I don't want to forget. I'm going to start off with my uglies, because I have so many uglies, you would think I was talking about Flavor Flav. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my first oh. ugly goes to the wardrobe. Everybody failed. If this is top model, everybody picture would have been thrown away. Um... <laughs> My next ugly, I will have to go with the Craig and Nancy situation. It should have been Chad. If we're being real, it should have been Chad or Rafe. Could have been Rafe, too. It, Ooh, Chad. Yeah, I think it's Chad or Rafe. Fuck Rafe. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> but it, it should have been Chad. It honestly would explain why he's been such a dick to his wife for the past two years. Um, I'm just not buying it. They even had Chloe basically painted out like Nancy was this big old woman who desperate and ignored the signs that her husband was gay and that I'm just not bugging with that that mm, is very fat phobic it's very biphobic it's very, it's a lot of things rolled into one and my good Derek Fry coming to Salem I, I really enjoyed that I enjoyed Lonnie Coates Price Grant whatever the hell her name is as well um my bad Oh, what else is my good? Oh, yes. Sarah's return. I'm, I'm enjoying it. But uh, this goes with my bad. How can I put this? Because I like camp. But when you have the devil literally running around town, <laughs> and then we have the game of musical mask, it was just, it's too much camp. And I know one may say it's never too much count, but when no, the mask entered the chat, when the mask entered the chat, that's when it just it went over the rails. That's when I I turned Eric Forster towards the possession story, 
And Jesus Christ, you, you think it's when you turn Dark Forester towards the whole show? If we're gonna be honest, <laughs> it, it, it it just really takes me out. It's too much count. I'm not getting enough compelling writing. And my other bad, I know this hasn't aired yet, but I'm gonna say it anyway. If you kill Bill and Lord Granddaughter before that wench Gwen bounce check, say that you ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't shit, and you will never be shit. And I'm waiting on your pink slip, Ron. And that is my good, bad, and ugly. Okay, all right. How about you? Damn, did, did I read them? <laughs> you did. Everybody got quiet. But am I lying? I mean, because you didn't lie. Well, what like, were we supposed to say? You kind of said everything, it, so we. It makes no sense why you keep putting your creations over the legacy of this show. If you don't have that much of a tie to this show, you shouldn't be writing it. Because I shouldn't have to see that you don't have, give a fuck about the history. It's been so many people who have had wrote this show and had literally zero ties to days of our lives. And I never would have known it. And here we have Ron, who has openly said, I have zero history with Days of Our Lives, and has shown it time and time again. And I'm fed the fuck up. It's bad enough you kill Laura, but Abigail, really? Literally, Abigail is the child that Salem raised, and this is what you do. It is sickening, and it pisses me off. And I know it hasn't aired yet. And who knows? It might be a change, but it's leaning towards a no. And at this point, it, it has to be said, you ain't shit. You are the most egotistical bastard I have ever seen in this profession. And that says a lot. Even more egotistical than Brian Franz? Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, Brian Franz said he was gonna train us. I remember that. Yeah. Mm, how'd that work out? Trained yourself right it, it, out of two soap operas. ABC has been it, in it, disarray ever since. Ever since. And it's like. And if we're gonna talk egos, I still haven't forgiven Ken Corday for this folks on a wheel comment. Oh, he ain't shit either. I, two things can be true at once. But, <laughs> and, and, and the only reason I say this is mainly because his bullshit has transcended through three, not yeah. one, not three, two, but three, three soaps. He has done it at One Life to Leave. He's done it at General Hospital and he's doing it now. And people keep acting. Like, it's a carnal sin to bring it up. But guess what, baby? I already got my ticket to hell, so what y'all gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's giving... uh, It's get Like I said, it's it's giving, you know, Georgie Jones. It's Honestly, it's giving AJ Quartermain. And... They killed that nigga twice. I don't believe... (laughs) And, and it was a mistake time. both times. Yeah. It's a mistake that the show has still not recovered from. And it's a mistake mm. that the characters involved in that have, not recovered have never from. recovered from. Like, would you, like, you shouldn't kill any character all willy-nilly, but especially legacy characters. Exactly. 
Like, and he's not just killing the young ones. He's killing the old ones too. He's he's literally taking the gems off, not the aluminium peacock, that'd be too corny, <laughs> off the royal jewels. He's taking the gems. People are dying that they never died before and they didn't have to die. Yeah, I don't, I hate when they kill off multiple generations of a family, especially a core family. This is the core family. Like, when the show started, it was the Hortons, the Martins. Ugh, hell, that might have been it. So, like, <laughs> like, this, the Hortons were the show. So, it's just odd. It's, it's given the young and the restless and the abbots. Like, you have to. And again, those are deaths that that show has never, recovered, never recovered from. from. Like, you have to be careful when you do this. The Q's and Alan, Emily, they never recovered from that. AJ, of course, I forgot about him, but yeah. It, it would be like if they just started killing off every Buchanan on One Life to Live. Like, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to be careful when you when you go certain places with certain characters that are tied to the fabric and the legacy and the history of the show. Like, even people, like, it doesn't even matter if you're an Abby fan. It really, yeah. it's just the point of who she is and what she represents and what she's tied to. Like, it's like when GH fired Rebecca Hurst and we all assumed they're going to kill her off. And we were like, well, that's weird. That's a bad choice. And all hell broke loose, but they got her back. But they don't, for some reason, they don't value certain characters or they value her but like i don't they're too lazy to write the story yeah i don't get the choice i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out what's the what's the choice why this choice you y'all lose actors all the time hope brady is gone but she ain't dead like like, like, just, like <laughs> but, but, i would just but, like to point okay, out at this i point, love hold on but I, i'm gonna counter that hope brady is gone and everybody has been complaining about why isn't Hope back in Salem? I think they because want to avoid of the us. exit that they get. That that's bullshit. Here's the, <laughs> that's bullshit because if they had given Hope a reasonable exit, we wouldn't have that complaint. Yep. Like with Jennifer, yes, we were like, why is she gone for so long? Because it doesn't take nine hundred and sixty-two years to settle the estate of a woman who wasn't Princess Grace. <laughs> if you're going to give them, an wait a minute, exit, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I caught that shade. Hold on. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying it Laura been was funny if it was anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I like on. if you're going to give a character an extended exit, it needs to be something that will make sense for when they are not on the canvas for things that they would clearly be on the canvas for. Like, like if they would have said Hope joined the ISA, I wouldn't be saying anything. Now she's in deep cover. She can't. Come she home. can't come home. There you go. Like There's as pissed your explanation. Off, as, as, irritated as annoyed as, I was, as we would be, <laughs> you can't poke holes in that. Yeah, as irritated as I was that GH did Luke's memorial without most of his children. Lou's absence makes sense. She's in a coma. She cannot come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like give us a reason to believe that these people would not be here for events that they need to be here for because hope being gone when doug was going through that shit with the devil don't make sense 
I just want to say this. I love how this podcast has went full circle because wasn't I yelling about this a whole year ago? <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. <laughs> but we are we are sort of going way off the rails. So I'm going to. And I wasn't rounding. See, Tony be Tony be using optimism to try to BS me, but I wasn't wrong then, and I'm not wrong now. I am not a crook. I am not crazy. I never said you were either of those things. I just said. <laughs> You were tired of the show, <laughs> and so you hate everything. That's what I've said. Now, you tried to make it seem like it was a me problem, but if it's been a year, if six of y'all went out, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next, okay. We, I'm moving us along, Nick. What is your good, bad, and ugly? Um, my good was the arrival of TR Coats. I'm very excited. Um, William Christian is impressing me. I listened to his interview with um, Dish and Digest, and he's the exact opposite <laughs> of Ray. So I'm curious. He's Derek Fry in real life. Is he? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, what Derek Fry was. Derek he, was. Yeah, <gasps> the quintessential good guy. Right. Yeah. He literally saved Taz's life when Billy Clyde's Huggle tried to kill him. Got paralyzed for the trouble. Well, yeah. I'm. I loved his dynamic with. Paulina I liked his dynamic with Johnny and I didn't expect to like he he's holding back he's not playing all of his cards but you can tell that he could potentially be dangerous and I'm excited to see where this goes um I'm wait I cannot wait to see the confrontations with him Lonnie and Eli um my bad is the Craig Nancy story and not for the reasons that everybody else now that's that too but because I don't have an emotional connection to it, I've wanted to see um, Chloe's parents back on screen with her for a long time. I just hate the fact that we're starting in the middle of this story. Like, I hate when they do things like that. If it's been happening, show us at least three months of it happening before you get to this point. And like, my ugly... in all the times that Nancy has been calling Chloe, yeah. we could have seen that. that. We yep. could have gotten subtle hints of something's know, going on with my parents. Something's going on because my, my mom seems overly involved in my life right now. So clearly I don't think I don't think things are good with my parents and I can't really reach my dad. Okay. 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 We, you can't really use that excuse with Nancy because Nancy always has been yeah, overly seen, involved. She seems overly involved. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, like, Nancy I see where you're stay going ready with... so she ain't got to get ready. <laughs> exactly. I, like I see where you're going with it, but you, you couldn't really use that thread. But, but yes, they, it could have been like my mom's going through a rough time. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we could have things heard aren't or great seen with my parents. Like, yeah. Like, or Chloe, maybe you could have easily threw in the line. Maybe Chloe, we like, get a phone call from my Joy. Mom. Like Chloe gets a call from Joy, like, hey, have you talked to mom or dad lately? Cause something seems off. I just went home for the holidays and something's not quite right. Or you could have easily had Chloe say a throwaway line like I don't know what's going on with mom but she sounds different lately yeah because yeah. like the you know like when you're because obviously Nancy has been feeling down for a minute and like you know when you talk to your mama and your mama is not herself yeah yeah it, it just wasn't I get, I get what you're saying Nick yeah it's just like I've I've wanted to like i wanted to see eric for so long i've wanted to see 
Craig and Nancy back with Chloe for so long because I've never seen them all interact at the same time. I just don't like the fact that we're starting in the middle of it. Reestablish their connection first on screen. We got to be specific about what we ask for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, My ugly, um, the stuff with Rafe um, and Ava and Nicole um, and also my ugly because it threw me off when I saw the pictures. TR suit. I hated it. I wanted Ooh. to burn it. Um, yes. like, <laughs> it was oh, yeah. so. It was so. It was so. It was so ugly. I'm like, this is not. I'm like, yeah, okay, I thought I was talking about Sunny when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We knew you were talking about. But like, because in the interview he gave with So Barbara Digest in the magazine, um, TR is a prominent movie executive. You mean to tell me? <laughs> He's running a movie studio in Hollywood or wherever he's running it, dressed like this, and he's successful. He's a black Matlock. <laughs> like I don't. That Does suit, Joe Brown? Like that suit is the reason I was nervous about him showing up because I saw the pictures first. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's gonna work. No, see, I, see, I saw, see, I saw the pictures and I was like, damn, Derek and gain weight, but he old enough. I'm gonna give him some, tra- <laughs> give him some leeway. Like I didn't have a phone. And then I saw. Well, the way see, they dress him. No, see, just, I only say that is because again, I'm watching '90s. All my children, and uh-huh. that man is fit. <laughs> I, 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 but he's also wearing clothes that fit him. Yeah, that's <laughs> that the, part. That part. Oh, it, it was like, oh damn! You you know when you see somebody after 30 years, you're like, oh damn! And again, wait. But and then I realized it, it was the suit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, not only was it <laughs> like not only was the suit too big, it was also ugly. Like very <laughs> ugly. Like, yeah. It's like this is not this is and like okay, and that may how, sound like it may sound like a petty complaint, but it's really not. No, because uh, for, because of what they've presented the character as and what they've told us he is. Like he's reformed himself, he's sober, according to him and Paulina. So he and he's successful. He's got money. He talked about multiple assistants when he talked to Johnny. So you mean to tell me this is this? This Ron is <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dave failed to realize that you can't just have good story, even though the stories aren't that great right now. You can't just have good story. You have to have ambiance as well. Yeah, and don't, Nick. Nick, you said it. Some some people have told you they don't watch days because days look poor. Dylan, yeah, I've, yeah. your daughters have said have told me that. they don't. Your it's daughters u- have said they don't ugly. watch days because it's <laughs> ugly. It, it is. I, I, I mean, think it just depends on the person, the gr- honestly. Because for me, I like. It I does think, dep- it does depend I, on the person, but sister, it also says. It when also she, says something when your when days is the still the lowest rated soap. My sister, when she saw the um, remember the promo we got about the position in the fall last year, I showed her the promo. She was like, "Damn, this show looks poor." <laughs> like, like, it's just like you can have a really, really, really 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 bad show but if it looks good people are going to watch the first episode at least young and the restless the young <laughs> and the restless why do you think we still keep watching it and i it's mean it's because everyone looks so nice the sets are so beautiful <laughs> they have real champagne and that's not even just like a a 
a soap opera thing. It's not a soap thing. Because if it's you a go into in certain general. tags for certain shows like Our Kind of People or Harlem, you will see people talking about the wardrobe, talking about talking about the lighting, talking about the hair. Talk, like it, it hits yeah. people. Why you think we keep shade and style of pair production? <laughs> like, for instance, <laughs> I'm watching um, Kings of Napa. And the first thing I said when I saw the people, I'm like, oh, this, the sets, this show looks expensive. I like it. Now, when they started the story, I wasn't a huge fan because of multiple reasons, but it got, it got me to watch first. That's the first thing that pulled me in was what and, and, and the like, people looked like. And like, you can't say that ambiance doesn't play a big part of it. I mean, literally, y'all know I'm a fur hoe. I love a good fur. <laughs> and I have rough. And I have rubbed that <laughs> against all of y'all because every time y'all see a nice fur, look at the fur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are getting way off base. All right, nice. No, no, I'm, good... I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. Get there fast. <laughs> but, but like with the furs, we know there's nice things. We want to see nice things. And if you keep cheaping us out, people become indifferent. Yeah. People just watch the watch, and I hate that for this show because I've gotten to that point. I watch the watch because if we're being honest, lack of sets have taken me out of a lot of stories, a aka sweet bits, and that that's the last example. Go on, Tony. <laughs> okay, no. all right. Who are your good, bad, and ugly? Before I get into that, it's been eighty-four years. I'm I've been waiting for my chance to drop <laughs> my, my good, bad, and ugly. Okay, maybe they're done soon. I'm I'm starting to get like tired. And Blame wrong, like, not us. <laughs> no, I'm gonna blame you and your long-winded tangents. So, all right, because <laughs> I was like, okay, let me just mute no, myself. Wait a minute, hold on. Hold on. It would be a tangent if it was pointless. Everything I have said on this show today has made complete sense Agreed, and has merit I'll, to it. I was just waiting for the moment for me to get to Your moment this. has arrived, ma'am. Go good, on bad, ahead. And ugly. Anyway, so my good, bad, and ugly. My good this week, um, Johnny and Gabby, they are so refreshing and enjoyable to watch. I want more, but... I'm having my clone shoes on. I know they're just baiting us, but I'm still enjoying them. Um, and all things Lonnie, Ray, Paulina, Abe, it was just great. I I enjoy Ray for the piece of shit character he is. Um, William has been great. Um, I'm excited about that story. Yeah, that's about all good for this week um the bad you guys have talked about the problematic stuff about this story so i'm gonna talk about the performance um that kevin and nadia gave it didn't do what it was supposed to do i'm sorry but that was not it so that was bad uh what else um, so I'm moving on to my ugly, and that is everything Rafe, Nicole, the whole thing. Ugh. 
I say it every week, but they need to move on from this. I'm so tired. I hate how they're dragging the cold down in the process. And Rafe, at this point, like, I used to be neutral about him. I didn't mind him and hate him like the majority of Soap Twitter did. But now I just want him gone because he's driving me crazy. So, yeah, that is my good, bad, and ugly for this week. All right. Well, my good is everything with Ray from his entrance to his scenes with Paulina. Like, this is the kind of villain I can root for. I'm excited to see where that storyline goes. Um, I loved everything with Allie and Chanel and Chanel and Abe. Just, I just love Chanel, honestly. All things Chanel. Raven is doing such a great job. And like, you can really see and feel her pain and emotion and her anger because she wants to take Johnny to the cleaners. And I really kind of hope we get to see her try to do that because I think that'd be fun. Maybe Um, he can wash that suit he's been wearing for two weeks at a time. But you know, go on. He's worn the suit all week. Let it go, sir. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> My bad is honestly the Craig and Nancy stuff. Like, I was optimistic about it when it started, even as some of the scenes were playing out. But I just get the impression that we are not going down a good road, and I just don't like it. This is just not something I pictured, and I just want it to be done. And my ugly is again, and I think he's been my ugly almost every goddamn week we've had one this year, (laughs) Rafael Hernandez, come on down. (laughs) I cannot fucking stand this man and his boundary violating ass. Let him become somebody's prison bitch. I'm done. Not EJ. Well, that has been our show for this week. (laughs) (laughs) And considering we have gone for a whore's age, I am going to let us skip the watching it wrong. Does anyone have one? I mean, I have one, but we ain't got to do it. Yeah, I think I think we'll just skip it because we we we've been. We've been I, I here. think we had one long one today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> uh, I've been dragging since I like literally since we started. So. So on that lovely note, this has been the week that was in Salem, and we will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Sona is rising. Sona is rising. (laughs) Sona is rising.